There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This one's for you tonight. Okay, let's get started. turtle time again <laughs> wake up wake <laughs> up it's turtle time it's turtle time <laughs> wake up now it's time for you all to officially wake up because turtle time just began <laughs> yeah i wonder who the first person to hear this episode will be because we posted at 5 a.m yeah right S- yeah so it's either an uh west coast early bird Right. 5 a.m. West Coast early bird. Yeah. And 8 a.m. That's more normal. Yeah. That's on your commute. Maybe you're on the subway in New York. That'd be fun. Right? Do you think anybody <laughs> listens to this on the subway? That would be so cute. Oh, if you listen to this show on the subway as you commute to New York in the Big Apple, will you let us know? <laughs> Drop it in the comments. <laughs> that would be so fun. Um, we were just talking about one day will come soon. Probably next week will be the first time during the Scandaval, at least the reunions uh, since the finale, that uh, we won't have to be hungover for this recording because we will no longer be watching in a party environment. We can get back to business. Yes. Amy and I (laughs) uh, have been hosting huge blowout events at the... uh, It's called Junkyard Dog in Los Angeles. (laughs) They have been four... Just sort of iconic watch parties, wouldn't you say? Totally. Some of the best events you know <laughs> I've ever been to in my life. But one of the side effects of it is that while you're we're consuming alcohol, like you know I had two PBRs and I had a tipsy turtle margarita. Yeah. It affects me negatively the next day. <laughs> yeah, you're like taking a cash advance on that energy. Yeah, but you know you the environment is so party oriented that it just does want to make you sip you know, a little cocktail or something. For sure. But, um, but I think we're going to be good after this. Yeah. We also, um, we'll get into it, but we went to Pride this weekend. So 
And then we have see you next Tuesday next week and my body's going to begin shutting down. Mine too. <laughs> I once I think it'll be nice once we can focus exclusively on the podcast and our little turtle cuties and just pay attention to how much we love them and that's the majority of our time and we're not spread, you know, so thin going to the biggest parties in the world. Yeah, I mean it really makes you um think about how impressive it was that all of the Vanderpumpers partied that hard for that long because they had to just for their living party like every single day i know their energy levels should be studied yeah they can do anything the next day Jax has talked about how he actually is not like them he will have an energetic (laughs) day and then the next day he is just completely ko'd yeah but the rest of them i mean they're doing great in terms of energy i don't know how the hell i think they they had a little boost i was gonna say do you think that they all pull their pants down and do b12 shots in each other's asses something like that do you remember that Mad Men episode Wait, remind me so Mad Men, you know a wonderful show you watched it <laughs> yes okay there is an episode that is so fun where a beat a, a doctor comes to the office to get them all pumped up and boosted up and he starts doing b12 shots in all their asses and they go manic wild like they're all on drugs for the day that sounds fun i should yeah. rewatch. i've oh. considered rewatching. oh it's very good so you've only done a one i and think done. i just watched it while oh, it was on oh there yeah. are so many beautiful moments it is such a good rewatch. so i was just saying i think that james kennedy sheena lala <laughs> they go in the back room or in a bathroom and they inject b12 shots in their asses all right, I'm down. Okay. Um, maybe like a steroid shot. Yeah, we should, um, if we're ever having a groggy day <laughs> before a podcast recording, maybe we could uh, inject yeah. B12 shots <laughs> in our... <laughs> I want to, but we both have to stand behind a curtain and we'll just cut a hole in the curtain and you just stick the needle out and then we back into it so that we don't look at each other's butts. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we'll just see one little spot of flesh, but you really won't be able to know that it's each other's ass, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Are you imagining the hole would be like pretty small, right? A pinprick. Okay. Right. So we wouldn't even, or actually the B12 shot needle would just go through the curtain. So we wouldn't right. even need to see our asses. Yeah. It could just break through. That's awesome. Um, well, that would be, I mean, I was thinking, I'm trying to think of sponsors, obviously, because, you know, we need to turn this into a cash cow pretty yeah. soon. We're running on absolute fumes. Yeah. B12 shots. Yeah. Maybe AG1. What's that? It's like greens, athletic greens. Oh, is it like a powder or something? I think so. Oh, that would be so good. I could go for that right now. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh I think we need something that perks us up and makes us feel better. That would be a yeah. good sponsor. I will say, <clears throat> I'm not going to give them spawn, but there's a place, uh, like a COVID testing place down the block that also does vitamin infusions. Oh, good. So. Oh. Okay, is that like a liquid IV thing? Yes. Okay, yeah. All right, I'm in. I mean, something has to change. Don't you think? Yeah. Uh, my body, I think I sometimes take, um, what's it called? Lipospheric uh, vitamin C. Oh, Have okay. you seen this? Uh, no, lipospheric. Uh, uh, it's like little packets. They're kind of expensive, but um, apparently a lot of uh, celebrities uh, use this for their travel, but it's just like gel vitamin c that you put in water and it's okay. like a glob and you're supposed to like absorb like it's like ten thousand milligrams of vitamin better? c i mean i usually take it if i feel like i'm like a little like 
my immune system feels downtrodden or if I'm traveling or if I'm know I'm going to be drinking, I think it might help. I don't know. It's hard to say, but it, at least um, placebo makes me feel like I'm doing something. Me too. Like if I drink like a green juice or something, I'm like, whoa, damn, I just kicked <laughs> this hangover's ass. Totally. Um, we If we ever do have a Vanderpump Rules cast member on the podcast, we should ask them our first question, how the hell do you do things day after day like that you know what I mean and keep (laughs) your energy sustained yeah I mean I feel like there were some fun moments um in like the history of the show where they just look like absolute shit the next day oh yeah for sure it's really funny yeah and they they might be just like always combining you know huge party-centric days and there's probably some you know low energy days in between that we just don't see very often. Right. So maybe yeah. it looks like they're more energetic. Than Those they actually Bubba's are. were definitely like on the couch for a few days yeah. after some events. You remember that scene where it's like a very small scene so you might not remember but like Schwartz is so hung over <laughs> after like a night of partying and Katie starts using the blender or whatever the next <laughs> yeah. day and he like it, it like annihilates him. <laughs> he is so hung over. I don't feel like that. I'm like a three out of ten. Yeah I'm just tired. I like feel like um, I mean I think I'll get um boosted from this conversation i'm gonna get fired up yeah um, same here but uh i might take a nap when you okay. leave yeah and our <laughs> i'm looking at our audio level lines yeah and they're mine is looking a little <laughs> low i don't okay. want to fully test it yet but i'm, I'm just just noting that i'm gonna <laughs> okay. keep my audio levels high your okay. your your voice is barely making a little you know blitch on there but i'm sure it'll you know i'm sure it's very good <laughs> do you want to explain or should we tell everyone why we're so, so, so tired after our Sunday that we had together? Um, you mean, should we talk about pride? Yeah, would you like to? <laughs> sure. It was a great day. Oh, it was so good. It was, um, I was saying that like if I would have had fan fiction about what <laughs> I wanted the day to be, it, I wouldn't have dreamed that because I would have never <laughs> thought that we could hit that many high watermarks. Yeah. No, it was really good. We were entertained throughout. We kept uh, having sighting after sighting. But I'm going to say up top, Lisa Vanderpump was nowhere to be found. Yeah, we went all over searching for Lisa. We were there on Vanderpump Row for how many hours? Six or seven hours? Yeah, probably like, I don't know, one to six something. And we didn't get one glimpse of Lisa. I would like to know what was going on. Because we saw every single member of her family, mm-hmm. except her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you want to take it, you know, a breezy, just a quick recap for people who might not have seen, you know, our, our social media? Yeah. So we cruised over probably around like one. Yeah. I mean, um, kind of late in my opinion, but it was yeah. good. I mean, it ended up being a good time. Traffic was horrendous. It took a long time to <laughs> the get The parking, there. finding parking at first was annoying and took us a while. Then we ended up... Paying for parking at the Pacific Design Center, if you want the nitty-gritty details. Which is an amazing parking lot. (laughs) If you're going to park in West Hollywood and you're having trouble, go to the Pacific (laughs) Design Center. $25, but we split it four ways. So that's not that expensive, whatever 25 divided by four is. (laughs) We don't need to get back into our math (laughs) capabilities. It does not go well. But but Um, once once we staggered out from Pacific Design Center into the sun, do you remember? We walked by Sir Alley. And I was stunned because it looked like they were tearing it down. Yeah, it was blocked um, with a chain link fence uh, with black fabric so you couldn't even see through. And there was all this construction uh, equipment in yes. the parking lot. Steel bars, <laughs> cranes. Yeah. Um, a guy 
there was nobody jackhammering, but it looked like I was like, oh no, is Sir <laughs> Alley getting you know renovated or yeah, yeah. But, uh, did you see the real tea in the comments? Yeah, it was. Um, there was a concert, right? And, yeah. and so they were using it as a loading zone. Yeah, that was not apparent to me. No, it looked like action. Yeah. Um, but then we were walking past. We took some videos and everything, and then cruising right past Sir Alley is. The one and only Pandora Vanderpump. Which her ears must have been ringing because we've been talking <laughs> about Pandora nonstop on Patreon because we're in the Pandora era, yeah, season one. the Divine Addiction but, era. But it was, we saw her and I was, you know, I got that shock of recognition. Then she sort of walked by, right? Like pretty quickly. And then yeah. we all were like, we have to get a photo with Pandora, obviously. We were right in front of Sir Alley, closed down yeah. Sir Alley. We took, you know, I'll say it the second best photo with the Vanderpump Rules <laughs> cast member we've ever taken. It's pretty good. Um, I will say that our immediate impression was that she seemed sad. Yes. Yeah, I think it's okay to say it. Um, it's not derogatory. <laughs> she was a little down in the dumps. Yeah, she just seemed low energy. She, you know, was nice. She was like, sure. She seemed a little confused that we would want a photo. Maybe like, it doesn't happen to her as I much go, as you would think. I go, you're fucking Pandora. <laughs> Um, but yeah, she, we, our picture turned out great. Real, I mean, come, let's just be honest. <laughs> our, our James one is number one. Yeah. <laughs> that one's number two, right? Don't you think? It's good, yeah. You, you like the Schwartz one? Schwartz one's pretty good. Yeah. We'll get into that. Um, I loved, I'm sorry, you guys. I loved talking to him. He's great to talk to if you ever get the chance. He's just very engaging. Yeah. But he too, he looked a little sick. Sickly. Yeah. People in my uh, in the comments <laughs> were saying something looks off about Schwartz. He looks pale. Yeah. And what else did they say? Yeah, sickly, like you said. Yeah. Some so, something. Yeah. We something remarked was... on that immediately. Like, yeah, he just looked pale, and like his voice was kind of raspy. Yeah. Like, I don't know what was going on. I mean, imagine. I well, and we'll get to it when we get to the Sir dance party because something very odd happened with Schwartz, which we'll talk about. Um, it's like we need to talk about Kevin. We need to talk about Schwartz. Yeah, we need to talk about Schwartz. But then we, after that really good photo with Pandora, she, you know, we said goodbye. We said yeah. we'll leave you alone. I'm so sorry you're sad. Um, we we decided to go to Tom Tom first yeah. to eat food yeah. to power ourselves yeah. with energy. We would say, you know, Tom allegiances aside. Tom Tom of Lisa's restaurants does have the best food, in my opinion. Yeah, and, and we've said it before. Like, yeah. if you're going to get food, you got to go to Tom Tom. It's at least what you would consider food, <laughs> like a seven out of ten on the food scale. Yeah, Sir, good veggie options too. Like, yes. I feel like half the menu there is vegetarian, which is good for me. Yes. So we just we decided that's the order of things: Tom Tom, and then we'll go to Pump, and then we'll go to Sir, and we'll like start from the top and work our way down back to the the parking or whatever. We get to Tom Tom. Oh, but first... Oh, you almost missed the most important part. We saw something about her, which we hadn't seen it since they started going to town in there and yeah. creating the entire... It, it looks like almost done. Like yeah. Two or three weeks away from opening. But on the patio, which we were talking about how the patio when we first went there had like sludge under it <laughs> and it was disgusting and dirty. Now it was all cleaned up, but there was just one thing that shocked Amy and I so much <laughs> In the center of the thing, of the patio, there was a squirt can <laughs> of all sodas, 
Of all things, it wasn't a diet. Uh, it wasn't diet, but I let out a blood curdling scream. People literally ran over and were like, "What?" Yes, Amy <laughs> screamed so loud. Uh, my wife said I was so worried about what Amy saw. She thought it was going to be like Peter dead in the patio or something, like or or actually Tom Sandoval was there underneath the the bench or something. But it was just a solitary it's squirt. Like the Twin Peaks. Yeah. Uh, Charlie is that his name at the bottom of the bed creeping out oh, sandoval know. creeping underneath uh, something about her uh, bench yeah okay yeah i always <laughs> i i wish i knew that reference but there i'll was show some... you it's scary <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. But yeah it was um it was shocking because of all things we'd had this squirt talk we've been talking about squirt forever <laughs> the, the squirt w- journey we've yeah we've all been on a squirt journey to find a squirt there it must have been we think you know, strategically placed <laughs> for shock value. It felt like a threat. It really did. It looked, we thought, like, maybe Tom Sandoval was just chucking out empty squirt cans at Pride because he wasn't allowed to come there today. Yeah, we think maybe he did the full fat squirt to throw us off his scent, but right. we know it was him. Yeah. Um, some people in our DMs were saying it was like a serial killer's um, calling card. Yeah, or like the card... That the Joker would leave like one of those, uh, <laughs> what are they called? Playing cards. Playing card, you know, yeah. that would say like, I'm going to find you. Yeah. Or trick or treat. Yeah. You know what Joker says? <laughs> um, but that that was remarkable. I mean, someone did that, I think, as a goof. You think? Well, unless it was Sandoval. I mean, I know in the uh, pumped up version of the reunion part three, he's crying to Lisa and says, I'm not a serial killer, dude. And I'm like, well... Don't leave a calling card then. Then why do you do your famous squirt calling card and throw it it's at giving Zodiac? Yeah, for real. Man. Um, so, we, yeah. That yeah, took it, us a minute to get over. We were just literally just onlookers and passersby kept coming over to see what we were reacting to. And then they just saw like a can, like a soda can on the floor. And they were like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. I don't think anyone at that point was really knowledgeable about the squirt journey that Amy and I had been on. Yeah. Um, what did you think about the decor uh, when, when when we peeked inside? Um, and you can be fully honest. I think <laughs> that Katie and Ariana will appreciate our feedback. I mean, I was I'm impressed that they're so far along. You know, they got that done. Um, it's a little more cottage than I was expecting. I know that they're. Um, inspiration is nancy myers of which i am a connoisseur Mm -hmm. and if i saw that place my first thought wouldn't be nancy myers nancy i would say is known for mostly white um interiors um a little more simplistic maybe like restoration hardware vibes or something like that this was giving more almost shabby chic uh energy very like teapot okay vibes so it's a little different than I thought. So I don't know if they pivoted or if that's just their interpretation. Um, it did look a little crowded in there. I don't know. I feel like yeah, once it, there's bodies in there, it's going to be a little smushed. Yeah. it. Yeah. Because the space isn't very big. Um, no. And so, yeah, it looked like they maximized every opportunity to have people like tucked in there. I mean, yeah, because I when I imagined it before they furnished it, I thought it was going to be like a counter. Like, and then maybe like the outdoor seating, maybe like a couple of little tables, but it's like filled with tables and chairs. I sure pictured it, yeah, to be like a grab and go environment almost. Like maybe there'd be like five tables, round tables in there or something, but more like, yeah, I got to get a sandwich and then I'm going to run out of here. Right. 
Um, but it just looks like if you look at the chairs, if you are sitting next to strangers at the table next to you, like your elbows will be touching. That's what I was just going to say. <laughs> if you like to eat a sandwich and you have your arm sort of to bring it up to your mouth, you're going to be t- touching elbows with your neighbor. Well, maybe, you know, it's a friend that you'll make along the way. Yeah, that'd be so sweet. We're going to go, right, to get a sandwich? Oh, for sure. I told you I want that green goddess yeah. vegan sandwich. Okay, well, so regardless, I'm proud of them. I mean, I don't know the Nancy Myers aesthetic except from the one beautiful movie I've seen. It's complicated. Mm. Um, that's the only interior right. I know. So you know it so much better Which than me. She literally has a like cafe in that movie, yeah. you know, and she- it's more of like a french like brasserie vibe you know yes. what i mean yep and there's this more well, actually what does brasserie mean <laughs> that's a good question um but i feel like that's what like cafe figaro down here is like kind of just like a i don't know like a i don't know how to describe it just that i feel like the look in nancy myers is a little cleaner okay and they so they're putting the they're adding a little shabby element I which is so. not the Nancy like Myers. Like theirs felt a little more maximalist. Yes. And I feel yeah. like Nancy Myers is minimalist. That's a great way to put right? it. Right? Yep. That term works for me. Maximalist versus minimalist. I like that. Um, but yeah, my sister is uh, in Paris right now. And Whoa. she um, went to uh, the restaurant that Diane Keaton goes to at the end of Something's Gotta Give, which I've also been to, called... Uh, Le Grand Colbert and um, so if you're talking Nancy Myers that's one of the places okay and with that <laughs> and is the aesthetic in there something that you might want to recreate if you were going for a Nancy Myers aesthetic it's def- I mean it's like a full-on like classic French restaurant so that's like a full-blown restaurant whereas like the Nancy Myers kitchens are like so specific but like Look at like Cameron Diaz. You haven't seen The Holiday? Yeah, I have, but okay. I don't. But I just only I'm a one and done on all on those except for it's complicated. I've seen that five times. Okay, um, Cameron Diaz's home in The Holiday is like extremely simplistic. Okay, um, but then Kate Winslet's house in it is a cottage, so maybe they went that direction. Yeah. Do you think? I forget if I've asked this. Do you think Ariana and Katie are going to be like wearing chef's hats and <laughs> um, aprons and serving the sandwiches? Or is it going? are they going to be the figureheads and they're not going to be there? They're going to be sort of like poking, right. poking their heads in. Yeah, that is like a little harder in a place like that. Whereas like at Shorts and Sandy's or like TomTom or Pump and Sir, like the they can kind of mill around and just, but like at a sandwich shop, like, yeah, yeah. are they just going to stand there and watch us eat our sandwiches? Mm, yeah. <laughs> see the look on our faces when we eat it. Um, I was just thinking about how you told me how sir was originally just a, um, sandwich shop, right? Cafe. A, yeah. A, a cafe with yeah. just wine like, and beer and, and like, pastries yeah. And sandwiches. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of Lisa going back to her roots there. That's true. I wonder if they like talk to her about that. Um, probably. I'll also say one more thing about the aesthetic that I've never felt made much sense. Again, I say this with love. I want them to make millions. I just feel like that aesthetic doesn't match their actual taste, like what they like. And then last night after the reunion part three, they released merch. What does it say? Do you remember? It says, fuck me in this t-shirt, right? (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. And it has this like kind of like haunting illustration of Ariana with like yeah. her hands I mean, up. Like it's a very like almost like ghoulish. I mean, it's awesome. Halloween shirt. Yeah. Which is cool, but it's for sale on something about her.com. And I can't think of a further away aesthetic. Like it was more like hot topic energy. And I am not saying that disparagingly. I just mean it was a rocker. Yes. Emo yes. kind of goth. Yes. energy right which i think makes more sense for them like i think that's what they like emo night yes you know right like i think they're like they have like a rocker's edge yeah. that's what they like well maybe their taste combined is that like maybe ariana has a different aesthetic maybe katie has a slightly different aesthetic i mean we do know they love emo night they love that kind of stuff but maybe this is just where their venn diagram overlaps a little bit but that's true I was just like, if I'm talking the merch I'm going to sell on my English cottage uh, place, that like Halloween shirt doesn't go. I think that's a one time. (laughs) A one and done. That's a one and done. It's just to capitalize on that very iconic, um, you know, well, capitalizing on a moment that, you know, was so horrible at Tom's sure. said, but then, oh, we will get into that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, that's what I'm just yeah. saying. I feel like they're already uh, having inclinations limits. of straying from the aesthetic. So I'm wondering, I'm like, was that the most comfortable aesthetic for them to have to stick to forever now? Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm no, saying? Uh, yeah. I agree with you. It, it's, it's, <laughs> Yeah, I know. I agree but with you. We'll, we'll see, see. And I want to taste the sandwiches. That's for sure. I do love sandwiches. So uh, I bet it will open in the next month, do you think? Yeah, it seemed very close to opening. Unless like, they can't find a chef like Shorts and Sandy's. They're going to get someone in two seconds. <laughs> uh, then after we took that little peek at something about her, we walked all the way to Tom Tom. Yeah. We got an amazing table, wouldn't you yeah. say? We ran into Logan oh, while yes. we were waiting in line who was wearing an, a Team Ariana t-shirt that was like one of those sort of like bootleg like concert shirts, yes. like Aaliyah style, but Ariana. Yes. And yeah. And he was so nice to us. We got a table immediately and then we just started chugging buckets <laughs> of Coors Lights yep. and Soul. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. I just, I kind of like had like a brain malfunction when we were trying to Me figure too. out what beer and then you were like Coors Lights and then I was like, I kind of want like a cerveza. Like I wanted like a Corona right. or something. But Soul is a cerveza, right? Right. But like, and it was fine. But like, have you ever ordered a Soul in your life? Never in my life. Like what a weird damn. choice for them to have that, right? Well, their beer selections, we've talked about it. I think they are to um, motivate Deter. people to not chug a bunch of beers there. If they had good beers, Mama's Yellow Pills or <laughs> some fun craft beers, people would be chugging beers. Yeah. At least it doesn't want people chugging beers. Right. Because we got away with murder at TomTom. $9 well. for Coors Lights. People think that's egregious, but that's the cheapest we, you can get. To talk about our math skills yet again, we were talking last night about how the buckets of beer are $45 for five beers. And we were like, that's a great deal. We were, and we kept ordering them. We were stunned. We were like 45. <laughs> we were like, that's amazing. But then on the receipt, the beers were 
they're just listed individually at nine dollars each and we were like they ripped us off nine dollars they were supposed to be a good deal and then we were like nine times five is 45 yeah we got out we got out a huge calculator and we spent a couple minutes punching it in and it turns out that nine times five is 45 wouldn't you say did you know no no i was stunned we were like we got ripped off we thought we were getting the 45 dollar price but um, oh, so while this is happening, while we're chugging beers, we're kind of just easing into our day. We're getting fueled up, right? I was yeah. kind of fueling. Yeah. Fueling up. No, we were stoked. The DJ, I oh. wish we knew his name because oh. I would shout him out. He was a sleigh. Oh, every song back to back was better uh, than before. It just yeah. kept escalating. No stinkers. No, it was great. Just just ripping through the best dance hits you've ever heard. Everyone was bopping their asses off because you couldn't deny it was so loud it was so loud it was so good (laughs) and then while we're just getting into it dancing having fun bopping our heads chugging chorus ken todd is just taking a goddamn tour through tom tom (laughs) making the rounds doing laps yeah making the rounds uh what's it called pumping flesh is that what it's yeah. called? He, uh, yeah, he was like borderline, like massaging people's shoulders. Yeah, um, I'll say borderline. <laughs> <laughs> like kind of just like putting his hands on people's shoulders, holding shaking court. their hands. Holding yeah, court. Totally. Over, over us. Which is way, that's unusual for him, actually. He's usually kind of trying to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, I've told people that the last time I asked to take a photo with him, he said, I never will take a photo with another human again. Please get away from me. And this was the opposite. He, yeah. He totally revoked his no photo rule. Totally. And it made me worried because, again, we never saw Lisa. Yeah. So it felt like he was there in replacement like he knew that he had to hold up their end of the bargain exactly that's exactly it felt like he was subbing in yeah it was like i'll take the brunt of these crazed fans that (laughs) came into tom tom he wasn't wearing any rainbow gear this year no he was kind of just dressed nice yeah he was wearing his like panama hat or whatever yeah and he was greeting us at one point um I looked away and I was like looking, you know, we're doing something or whatever. And then I looked back and you were just having a full blown moment <laughs> with Ken. I like looked away and then, right? Yeah. You, you were just talking to him, having fun. Well, at first he made the rounds and he didn't come over to us. And we were like, what the fuck did I do? Like, I want him to rub my shoulder. Like, yeah. come on. Yep. yep. Um, and then so when he did come by, I made a meal of it. I said, I was like, Ken, you're a legend. Oh. And he was like, oh, what? And I was like, oh, what? (laughs) I was like, a legend. And he was like, a legend. And I was Uh, like, yes. I was like, you're the first person that's ever called him that? (laughs) Maybe. Wow. Uh, I said, how are the pets? He said, great. I said, how are the ponies? And he said, everybody's great. He's like, don't ask me about the pets. They're all alive and we're taking care of them very well. And then, yeah, he just, uh, yeah, gave him a handshake and then he was off like the wind. Um, Yeah, I looked back after you finished talking to him and it was like he just disappeared into (laughs) dust. Yeah, he like flew away as a bird. It was (laughs) out the window. So already I was, I was, um, on cloud nine because we had already seen a rare Pandora, even though she was sad. Yeah. We had seen a squirt can and something about her, a yeah. shocking juxtaposition. That was the stand in for Sandoval <laughs> right. this year. Then <laughs> Ken is making the goddamn rounds. Wait, I just said, what if Sandoval had his spirit in the squirt can and he was like 
bopping as the can to try and get into something about her and then we walked up and he had to play dead like toy story style yeah no, no, and lay down no, and then I, you killed him because you crushed the can yeah i i totally <laughs> thought the same thing i said would was he trying to animate this can with his spirit to crash into something about her out of pure um what's that called like hatred for something yeah. about her but yeah i think i might have unfortunately <laughs> crushed his spirit and he can't get out of that can oh, no. anymore that was bad because at the end of the day i'll just spoil it but i went into the patio because i wanted to destroy that squirt bad energy and i crushed the can kind of we as should a have silly, taken it with us you know what the hell i just left actually, it actually i don't want it actually i did pick it up and i threw it in the garbage can uh, but okay so then then when we were like we were we were high on our horses wouldn't you say we had hubris yeah we were, we were like couldn't get any better than this this day will not get better. Absolutely. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. This can't happen any better than it is. And then all of a sudden, some might, you know, they're going to, now you're going to start to get mad at us. You're going to be like, how the hell could you be so talking so positively about this man? But we saw Schwartz looking like he just uh, stumbled in. You said a little sickly and pale. Yeah. And I said, Schwartz, will you come over and take a photo with us? And he goes, "Sure, my man." And then he, um, he was so he was nice to us. Yeah, he was thrilled about the Coors Lights. He, he was like, oh, "You guys are drinking Coors Lights." He loved, loved saying or seeing how many <laughs> abandoned, drunken yeah. Coors Lights we had on our. That table. was our first win to lure him in. Yes, we got um, him. So we took a great photo, and then um, our friend Natalie, I can just mm -hmm. say it right. Yeah, she held court. <laughs> with Schwartz for maybe fifteen full minutes, he was loving life over there on your on. Yeah, Natalie's he went side around to her side and was um, bent down on kind of one knee, just uh, chatting with us. It seemed kind of like he was hiding. Yeah, so that like he wouldn't get mobbed. Yeah, he was. He wasn't ready to start his official rounds in pumping the flesh and doing all that stuff so he was yeah taking a knee i was almost like do you want to pull up a chair yeah it was a long time yeah. um and, and it was just a fun conversation i don't remember one word of it but he was <laughs> i just, do oh you do okay you want to say <laughs> some of it any exclusives um, i'm trying to think so he first came over to us he was just being nice and then um we were talking about i told him that me and natalie live in los Feliz, and i was like so shorts and sandys is easy for us like easier than the other vanderpump restaurants um to get to and he was like oh i love los Feliz," and then um he was saying that he wants shorts and sandys to be divier oh oh right and uh, we agreed and he kind of listed off some of his ideas um he said he does want to have music yes he said he wants to get a dj in there uh megan said dj james kennedy and he said he's not the vibe for real he said he's a great dj but yeah, probably he didn't just say not anything our... disparaging but yeah. it does make sense like he isn't the vibe for what right. he, this vision the, was what else? He, and he sort of he was saying like he wanted to create more <laughs> space in there right wasn't he saying like he wanted to dismantle some of that stuff yeah and he also wants to put in like a lover's booth yeah, something? yeah, he wants to add these really fun porno <laughs> games where it's like you find the naked body in like a picture and he wants them on every table. So then we were like, the vibe you're talking about is ye rustic, yeah. right? I mean, he was yeah. he was basically talking like ye rustic didn't exist. So we yeah. brought up ye rustic. He was like, I've never been there before which is absolutely insane like i know that a lot of you guys don't live in la and maybe if you don't live right, in a I certain just, neighborhood I... <laughs> you maybe you don't know about e rustic but 
for having watched Vanderpump Rules for 10 years, I would have literally bet my soul that he's been to Ye Rustic a hundred times. And I cannot believe it's a place called Ye Rustic Inn it's, on Hillhurst Avenue. It's beautiful. And it's like the perfect dive bar. Yeah. The, the best encapsulation of a dive bar. Also, they are famous for the best chicken wings in Los Angeles. And yeah. I think that is a true fact. I've had chicken wings from every place in LA. Ye Rustic by far. Like everyone says that. Are yeah. the best. Yeah. I mean, and it's a secret like... A secret thing but that everybody talks about yeah all the time. and schwartz was excited you said their wings are amazing and he goes their wings yeah that was like a good he was moment. like stoked yeah that was a good moment so maybe he'll go there but i'm like how the hell did you open a what you wanted to be a dive bar like a mile away from like a great dive bar and you've never been there. Also, the drawing room, which is across the street from Ye Rustic, it's even seedier, oh, even yeah. divier. Oh, yeah. So I would love to take him on a tour of our local dive bars. Once he's, you know, once, oh, yeah, I was thinking we re- rehabilitate his image with a <laughs> tour around Los Feliz dive bars. Yeah. And just sort of, I think that would be his bridge back to being widely accepted by everyone. <laughs> Don't you think? I mean, I think we could help him make his restaurant better and get people back in the doors talking to him and then he can charm his way back in. Yeah. Yeah. His interview with uh, Jackson, Brittany, I don't know if you listened to it, but he sort of really, he really said, I'm taking a huge break from Sandoval. He, he really took advantage of me. He made me like a part of this thing and I'm not talking to Sandoval anymore for the time being. So it sounds like he's finally come to grips with how awful sandoval was and yeah. how he sort of used him yeah in this whole narrative so i know i um i don't know i feel like he came off okay in the reunion we can get into that like i didn't leave the reunion hating him more than before no and i'm he didn't really say that much yeah he he, he was um so bummed out that yeah. entire reunion like at the end he's just like staring at the floor yeah like just stunned yeah. by how awful everything is right and so i hope i don't know i know that um ariana said um has I said know. multiple times that she's not going to be sharing any friends with uh sandoval so i'm curious if she'll talk to him anymore even if he is on a break or if she just thinks it's a bridge too far but i, I think she'll i if i know those two people that I don't know at all, I think Ariana will find it in her heart to forgive <laughs> Schwartz eventually. It'll yeah, just take time. For sure. I know that's the thing that um, we've said this on every episode about the reunions, but the reunions were shot in such fiery rage timing. Like yes. literally like three weeks after yes. they all found out. So it's like, I actually would love to revisit and be like, where do you stand now like are you still that pissed off or have you thought about it a little more like has have your feelings evolved have your feelings gotten worse because you now know even worse things than you did before well yeah don't (laughs) do the reunion now right now because uh, (laughs) what we just learned was so shocking but yeah yeah, I, i agree the mind state that they captured is not representative of how they're going to be the entire, you know, this entire off season. It was just right. like a, a weird time to do the reunion. Yeah. Um, it was like so hot off the press, but um, yeah. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what let's else. Let's just, let's get out of Tom Tom. We'll, we'll, yeah. We're going to speed this up because we've got a lot to <laughs> talk about. So we raced out of Tom Tom. Schwartz talked to us for a minute. He goes, if I don't remember this, I want to buy you guys shots. But if you don't hear from me again, just uh, I'll make you shots later or something like that. Then 
he was just taken by a crowd <laughs> of zombies. Yes. And he was just taking photos the rest of the time. So before we left TomTom, Tom, I went up to the bartender and I said, Schwartz said that we could have shots. And she goes, huh? And I go, he said we could have seven shots of tequila for free. And she goes, okay, whatever. So she poured us seven shots. We got it, which I thought was a win. I mean, yeah. those shots would have been expensive as hell. They were nasty, whatever the tequila was. I'm sure it was just the bottom shelf. I but... asked for bottom of the barrel. Okay. <laughs> uh, they hurt going down. Oh, yeah. And yeah, only half, like half of us did half of them. It yeah. was like, <laughs> like we just like poured them in the thing. But whatever. It sent us on our way in beautiful spirits. Yeah. We went by Pump, but Pump wasn't the vibe there was a big lock on the door <laughs> and maybe lisa was in there up in the olive trees yeah the preemptive uh treehouse restaurant that's not there yet yes. um so maybe she was in there although i don't think she posted anything so i feel like she would have maybe posted if she was there yeah i don't know what it was but we were just like okay we're not going to pump i don't know we just made that decision right, right. yeah we just kind of were like never mind <laughs> and then um went straight on down to sir oh and it was popping off it, sir it was well okay so i'll give credit um there is a person named israel is his name who works at shorts and sandys and he was doing a dj set at sir and it was or hosting a dj event with a dj and it was amazing beautiful so fun it was lit it was totally packed um everyone was like jumping up and down it felt like old times yes Um, just a great dance party people were uh, people were like pouring out you know liquor for people we were chugging miller lights yeah um schwartz was there yeah so schwartz had just done the exact same route as us he had left (laughs) tom tom and then got to um uh, sir like you know from the back alley or something because then he was just like there at the exact same time as us he even greeted us like we were old friends even though we'd only met him 20 (laughs) minutes ago or 30 minutes ago at tom tom um should we talk about what the odd part of it sure um I think this was right before the weird stuff happened. Peter did appear. Yeah. So Peter was so nice. He's in his element. He was being so sweet to everyone. He seemed like he wasn't working or I don't think he, he wasn't was. like hard at work. It seemed like he was like dropping in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't at work. He was just yeah. hanging out. And then Peter and uh, Schwartz had a moment where they saw each other in the crowd <laughs> and they like did the this, crowd parted <laughs> this slow walk as they looked at each other and they finally <laughs> greeted each other it was like I guess they hadn't seen each other in a really long time and they had this embrace this beautiful moment of like reconciliation yeah it, they were talking like right into each other's ears because it was really loud in there but it looked very sweet and like a happy reunion yes. um I was happy to see that and then when Peter passed by me, I said, I didn't ask him for a photo, but I said, Peter, thank you for all of your hard work over the years. Like it really, that was sweet. you know, I, I honor your, uh, everything you've done. And he said, thank you for saying that. Oh, that is so sweet. <laughs> Peter is really, really sweet. I mean, he's so nice. That was nice of you to say that to him. I meant it. He's yeah. like keeping the entire franchise alive like underneath yeah lisa said i want everybody to get successful and move on except for peter yeah we're uh as some of you may know what we just finished watching season one for our patreon 
And <laughs> it's from the very first reunion. They have Peter serving shots at the end. Lisa relegated him to the background from the very jump. Yeah. I mean, he has just as many scenes as Sandoval in the first season. He's just as much a part <laughs> of the cast. And then for some reason, they decided <laughs> after the season ended and before the reunion that Peter is just a friend of or not a part right. of that cast. It has to be Lisa's doing. She just could not lose her manager. She was like, you're not getting sucked up into this funny business. Yeah. Peter's too busy I for need- you yeah so um but yeah so then um there's a gaggle of girls hanging out in the corner a bunch of hotties oh total thotties total hotties (laughs) i won't call them thotties total hotties and and schwartz is like enveloped by them like you know completely taken over by them and at one point um you know we're partying so it was hard to like see everything that happened but we want we have a live stream of it so like people were able to watch it but uh, someone yells, one of the women yells, let's go Yeah. Uh, to, to Schwartz. And we didn't, we had no clue what was going on or whatever. And then, and then he doesn't move because he's still, uh, you know, greeting people, having fun, yeah. taking photos or whatever. And then someone comes from like the back area of Sir and runs up to Schwartz <laughs> and pulls him by his sweater like a doll, <laughs> pulling on his sweater to get him to follow her to get out yeah. of there. Like he was like, she like drags him out. Dragged him by his shirt. Like, it looked... It was aggressive. Yeah. And it was... If the roles were reversed, if it was a girl, like, if a guy grabbed a girl like that, you would, like, scream and be like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, it made me uncomfortable. It made me really embarrassed. It was weird. But he wasn't particularly um, worried about it. I I don't know if he's used to that, that that people come up to him and just, like, pull him (laughs) away physically from what he's doing. But it was weird. And then he, like got pulled out of the room and was just gone after that yeah, with whoever we never that saw him again. And so people were speculating it's like was it Joe and Joe his you know his roommate was there and she was like you, we got to leave we got to leave and then he didn't listen or he was like taken up too much attention with other people so her friend came in and like pulled him out but that's just pure speculation we have no right. clue um so it sounds like joe was definitely there i guess i don't quite know what she looks I like. i have no clue what joe looks like somebody watch our live stream if you know who joe is let us know if that's officially joe in the live stream from that from that day yeah but i i just what other what else makes sense why else would someone pull well, him away some people were speculating that shortly after he left almost immediately after sheena arrived yes so sheena. some people were speculating that it was a transfer of power that yes yeah, he but- needed to leave before sheena could come but don't you think that she would maybe be okay with um shorts being there yes but it was like maybe there was some friend in there that was hated sheena or something and wanted him out of there but that uh, that presumes that whoever was there is like his inner circle and was like getting him out of there instead right. of just a random group of of people it was weird um but yeah that video is available on our uh, patreon feed if you're curious and you want to do detective work yourself we uh, told this whole story just so you would go to patreon <laughs> and pay us <laughs> to watch it <laughs> trying to milk that cash cow yeah. then we went to the back room because sheena had just arrived she was wearing a very awesome pink bucket hat yeah she was vlogging back there we go sheena we <laughs> And we just like we were the first people to go up to her because I don't think people I, I some one of our friend group I don't know if it yeah. was you someone identified someone saw her, her yeah. maybe, maybe Natalie yeah identified Sheena she's, she's like that's Sheena in the back room so we just very gracefully but filled with party energy yeah. ran up to Sheena she was a uh, fresh off the 
a train from well she probably drove but she yeah. had just thrown the first pitch at uh the Padres game with Ariana yes. um which uh my boyfriend Jimmy was upset about because they are Dodger rivals uh oh. Dodgers should have uh, made them that offer first but you know Sheena has that baseball background she always talks about her uh grandma I think um was uh, one of the uh, Rockland Peaches as inspired the film uh League of Their Own I had no idea of that. When does she talk about that? She said it on the show and then um, she's mentioned it a couple of times. And then in her caption at the baseball stadium, she said it again you and she Rockford played softball Pe- in high school. Okay. I didn't know this baseball history. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Which I, is fun for her. I like that. So then after that, you know, my drunk level was nine out of 10 and <laughs> uh, we decided that we could have had so much more of this if we would have stayed. Yeah, we could have stayed all night, but we decided it was for the best for us to extricate ourselves from the Vanderpump uh, universe yes. and go eat pancakes. Yes. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> how greedy can we be? We already had the best day. Like, if we continue to stay, we things might only get worse. So we left. Our friend Natalie drove us to the beautiful what was that diner called clark street diner Ooh, clark's formerly cafe, cafe 101 yeah and it was so good we just reminisced we ate pancakes we had the <laughs> best little diner experience and then that was our pride yeah it was great um yeah collected some new pokemon as i call them <laughs> our uh, <laughs> vanderpump rules photo opportunities pandora's kind of like a rare one i feel i know that was a good one that's rare <laughs> when we're selling memorabilia and we do that um signed photo that is going to be a big one for sure um, um yeah that was that was it right yeah uh highly recommend pride is always a perfect opportunity to go collect pokemon um see what the vibe is like you're always gonna have a great time because that's when everyone is there and usually. go sunday sunday is the powerful yeah. day of pride yeah. that's when everyone comes out and starts partying so yeah yeah it, um, it was great and then we'll be going back um on tuesday my body just did like a full shiver thinking about uh drinking at sir again but i'll be recovered by then because today is <laughs> thursday that gives us four days no f- yeah four full days to yeah. recover after this but Jax will be there so it'll be interesting i am so ready to party with jacks again <laughs> <laughs> okay cool well do you want to what should we take a break and then talk about New Jersey? Sure, yeah, we can do a New Jersey slash Summer House Minute, but um, we should keep it to a minute so that we can get into this freaking reunion. Yeah, I think it should just be very general, high-level <laughs> thoughts about both of those, because we can't talk about all this shit for this long. No. Okay. All right, okay, we're going to take a quick break. Um, we love you so much, and we will be right back. Bye. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. 
Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. And we are back. (laughs) Hello. How's your mic over there? It's good. Um, For people on YouTube, um, we did order... um, pieces uh to add to the mic stands that work for our like handheld mics but they are out for delivery right now so we zip tied our mics to the stand so it's a little bit of a makeshift operation right now yeah a little like diy sort of (laughs) punk vibe wouldn't you say it's really cool we're kind of um what punk rock (laughs) yeah we're like a pirate radio (laughs) we're like yeah we're like um pirate radio like this is our um what is pirate radio that's like when you have your own pirate station you play yeah. like punk rock right and people pick it over the airwaves something like that <laughs> i was hoping you wouldn't ask any further questions <laughs> like when i asked what a brasserie was yeah you called me out i'm so sorry anytime i say i'm sure that'll happen where i'm gonna say something you'll be like what the hell is that and i go i do not know what that was so amy and i want to talk about New Jersey for just actually one minute because I just think that Jersey um, got so dismissed in in this whole thing. Summer House got dismissed by VPR. VPR was this gigantic planet that blocked out the sun and nothing could outshine (laughs) that, right? Yeah. No, yeah. I feel like no one was really talking about it. I wonder ratings-wise if it did well, but... um, So Jersey reunion uh, part one actually got the the highest rating since 2019 for Jersey. Wow. So people are fired up to watch the reunion. Right. Because the reunion, I think, is actually really good. Yeah. It's so much better than the season. We've already said this. Yeah. Part two just kept it going. Mm-hmm. They're so pissed at each other. This yeah. m- Margaret, Melissa, Teresa divide is, like, wild. I mean, yeah. they are so furious with each other <laughs> yeah uh i feel like it's rare that i'm stoked for three entire parts like i'm usually like all oh. right all right all right but i'm like actually like actively excited for part three because the husbands are coming in yes and basically the entire plot of the reunion conversation is based around louis yes. so i'm like let's get him out here oh yeah like what's he gonna say and they they tease the husbands like they're raquel like yeah it's it's we're all w- waiting with bated breath for those husbands and all the husbands out. are against louis already yeah, in the who, behind the scenes now who were louis allies because the, the men were divided was it was i guess bill, bill is pro yeah because bill was his best man right or, or not best yeah. man, but a groom's yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so Bill's on his side, which that's rare for Bill to be on the wrong side of history. I, you know, I love <laughs> Bill. Um, and then was that new guy, Nate, Ka- Ka- Nate Cabral, yeah. Danielle's husband was on his side? Yeah. Oof, I feel but, like he didn't say much, or at least I don't remember. If the husbands are divided, that's not the it's, divide you want to be on. You <laughs> want Frank Catania. Andy in the preview is yes. like goes up to Louie and he's like, please, I just don't want it to get violent because I'm screwed. Like there's nothing I can do. Imagine Frank Catania going after someone. I know. Andy would be like, he just shouldn't step in if that happens. Uh, you know, let Frank Catania <laughs> do whatever he wants to do to Louie. It's not on you, it's Andy, over. at all. He goes, I'm the first line of defense out there, so please don't get too agitated. I mean, he got pushed down by Teresa, so imagine. I know, but he said... 
Teresa had superhuman strength. You can see it. Oh. It's like Hulk she, strength. Oh, she pushed She could have picked so up a car. Andy. Okay. So <laughs> now that we're in it and I'm remembering all my favorite moments because I can barely remember anything anymore. Andy was so pissed at <laughs> Teresa mostly, yeah. but and Melissa, the the you know, yeah. the fighting between them. He he was just so fed up. Yeah. He was telling them he was having to scream over them to get He them to- said he was like you guys don't evolve. Yes. Like, he's like, you don't grow. Yes. Like, you need, like, this is ridiculous. And we were talking about this because um, we'll get into Summer House, but he very actively explained Danielle's case on the Summer House reunion to Lindsay, which he never usually does. Yes. And then on uh, New Jersey, he was getting pissed off that they weren't understanding each other. He squashed the beef between the new cast members. He just, well, squashed it by saying, this is the dumbest fight <laughs> in Housewives history. I can't believe this is actually happening. That made Danielle shut up instantly. Yeah. And he just called your your dumb <laughs> feud with, uh, with Rachel yeah. the worst fight he's ever seen. Yeah, so I feel like across the board... He his patience for this bullshit is waning, yeah. which is worse, interesting. I mean, yes, because yes. it's almost like he feels like he can't do this anymore. Question mark. I think his. That's but I love way. it. I love watching it because I'm like, that's how we all feel. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, his passive bystander. I'm just asking questions. Is starting to, um, what's what's the opposite mm-hmm. of that? He's starting to turn up his more. Opin- opinionated yeah. self and and trying to squash beef saying his side of things he'll say his opinions now which i didn't notice and it right. really comes out in the jersey and summer house reunions totally um like he's getting more of a like can't we all just get along vibe yeah kind yeah, of yeah you know? for sure yeah i don't know if that's like the fatherhood in him because he probably has to mediate between his kids all the time maybe and he's yeah. like i can't do this 24 7 it's possible yeah um but uh, yeah, he was getting so infuriated. I mean, that's happened over the years uh, when he's just like, can you shut yeah, up? I, I, and it, it like freaks everyone out when he gets so mad. <laughs> I feel like mostly with Teresa. Yeah. I feel like he gets the maddest at Teresa because Teresa doesn't listen. Yeah. And she can't be dissuaded. 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 Oh, right. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, God. Could you imagine I just left that? Dissuaded by anything that anyone says. She yeah. has a worldview and a reality and yeah, nothing. Yeah, she's like a dog with a bone. Yeah. And like this week she brought up uh, that she thinks that um, Joe and Melissa are partly responsible for sending her to prison. Yeah. Which she said, I publicly apologize to Carolyn because actually I think Caroline, because I think it was you. And everyone's like, even Andy was like, are you serious? And, and also it's like... Like, okay, so apologize then to Caroline because you've been saying that for 10 years. And now you're like, oh, no, actually, it's you. It's even worse. Yeah. It's like, yeah, right. And also, Andy's just like, you committed the crime. Right. You, you know, this was your husband who did right. this to you. And she's like, yeah, but my, Joe was talking to an ex-partner's friend or something. It's like her, yeah. her, her, the way of her rationalizing her hatred to Melissa and Joe is like, uh, what's that called? It just, she cannot... Think of enough ammunition to get yeah. against them. It's yeah, like, and yeah. it doesn't add up. It's just like so annoying to watch. I know. Um, it's it's frustrating. I have been the biggest Teresa defender, even though she's the most hypocritical <laughs> cast member I've ever seen in my life. I'm I'm just like you need Teresa. Like she yeah. is the show, but now it's just hard because I don't believe anything she says anymore. Right. I don't. 
nothing she says. Yeah. She kind of just like throws stuff at the wall and see if it sticks. Oh, yeah. And if you're not a Melissa fan or you think Melissa is boring, I think this reunion is worth watching because Melissa is bringing it to Teresa. Everything yeah. Teresa says, Melissa has a good counterpoint and she's fired up back at her. It's like she doesn't give a shit anymore. Yeah. Finally, she's yeah. let this bridge right. burn. Yeah. Uh, for I- so many years, they've been trying to like she's been trying to not go too far because they're yes. hoping that they can repair at the end, but this time it's just oh, over. Oh, game over. I think Joe has, uh, Gorga has officially just declared, uh, you know, we're done. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. We can't be a part of the narrative I mean, anymore. She read that <laughs> Jacqueline uh, text that was oh, like know. awful. I, and that was about Teresa. Yeah. And when Jacqueline's name is mentioned, Andy just like can't help but laugh. <laughs> That Teresa's using like Jacqueline as right. evidence for her claims. Yeah. So just it was it's just so great. Even if you didn't watch the season, this reunion is almost just encapsulated on its own. Like there's yeah. nothing you need to know from the season really. Right. Melissa and Teresa are still fighting. Yeah. Margaret and Teresa hate each other. The new girls have the worst feud in history, and that gets resolved in two seconds. So yeah. It's really just great. On I its was own. telling someone last night that they don't need to watch the season. They can just watch the reunion. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I think next week is going to be very exciting with the husbands. Um, oh, yeah. The private investigator shit. I think uh, the last thing I'll mention is just that um, Margaret accused Louis of calling her kids at work or the private investigator calling her kids at work. Mm-hmm. And then Teresa brought into play the uh, phone, the, the housewife, a phone scam that Andy talks about throughout his book where he uh, just all year and for many years will get calls from housewives like their name will come up and then there'll be no one on the line. And so he's always going back and forth and getting like a text from Bethany. Like, did you just call me or was it the scam? Or like, yeah. it would be like, it, it happened to like Joy Behar it, called yeah. him. And then like everyone is just getting spoof calls between the housewives can amongst we, each other can we admit now that it's <laughs> i just want to say i i'm gonna come clean it's you and i doing it we are the spoof callers so, so, andy, andy i am so sorry but it is just too much fun to have you you think that joy behar is calling you for you to call her back but we're not going to do it anymore so right i'm not going to hack we're, into their phones anymore. the phone calls will cease tonight. as of now you guys do not have to worry about that it is over the louis thing was the last straw yeah um and then the when they were talking about, so Teresa was like, it's the spoof. It's not Louie. While Teresa is on the couch, right when she says that her phone rings at on the reunion couch and it says it's Margaret. And she's like, see, no way it happens oh. all the time. And they're like, that's interesting. Cause he's watching backstage. That would be interesting Whoa. if he were to do that. So in such a relevant moment. Wait. And she was like, that's ridiculous. Wait, I didn't. I missed that moment. I don't know what the she hell like I was showed doing. her phone to the group. That she was Margaret like, "Margaret's was call- calling and Margaret was me." There? Yeah, and Margaret didn't have a phone, and she was dialing it with her ass or something. <laughs> yeah, her ass cheeks. She's like, "Boop beep, boop, calling beep, Teresa." Boop, beep. <laughs> so, so if that was insane. Yeah. Um. So good. So yeah. I mean, but I loved having the tea on that because I read his book already. He talked about it at the bitch sesh. Uh, yes event and so when it came up i was like oh i know all about this uh phone scam he's talking about um do you think louis doing it yes he's like a creep dude i've turned on him completely me too yeah. once he once i saw how he just turned on joe and melissa for almost no reason i, we, I said this last week 
He was full Zen mode. I love them. You be patient with your brother. Thou shall not forsake <laughs> your brother. I, I love it. Turn the other cheek. And then Joe and Melissa had like one argument with him. Yeah. And he threw them to the dirt. Yeah. He was like, you will never speak their names ever <laughs> out loud again in front of me. They're uninvited. It's like, where the hell? He, he was just, he was waiting for the moment when he was going to isolate Teresa away from right. her brother and yeah, sister-in-law. Yeah, he played the long game. He is a nightmare, and <laughs> I can't believe... I can't believe... That Teresa didn't sign oh a my prenup God. with Louis. Andy tried so hard. This guy, he's going to get half of her <sighs> empire. It's so fucked. Oh, man. And this is... Imagine this was... going to jail, literal jail, yeah. because your husband committed like mortgage fraud or whatever it I was, know. because you weren't protected, because you were yes. married, and you still don't get... You literally went to prison I know. for, what, a year? I know. Left your kids... And you don't get a prenup. Teresa's relationship with money is the most, um, I, I don't know what the word is. Uh, it seems like it comes and goes faster than any other housewife. Like she spends so much money and she was already bankrupt around the time when, right. you know, she was going through that crime. Now she's accumulated all this wealth and then who she knows? She spent half a million on the wedding. Yeah, I know. She um, I got a TikTok. It was a pretty long clip of the first episode ever and it has that iconic scene where she goes furniture shopping yeah, and it's a hundred thousand dollars and yeah. she pays in cash yeah she's spending so <laughs> much money that that was her arc for the first season was just yeah. how much money teresa spends it's, it's pretty just, iconic yeah remember when she used to be likable i know it was yeah. she was like so much more lighthearted. oh well I, I mean this like the sweetest saddest scene is like when she's going away to jail and then when she comes back from jail and she's like changed yeah. she's like zenned out I, she's almost ready for a purge again because that era has ended and now yeah. she's fully back to pure hatred yeah and she's it's like she forgot the namaste self <laughs> completely she's not yeah. namaste anymore yeah remember uh in the reunion um melissa says something about a uh, namaste and she's like like she says like i don't know stick namaste up your ass or something like that and Teresa's like don't steal my line namaste <laughs> She did. <laughs> She's like, Namaste is my thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there was another. I just remember this other moment where um, Teresa used. Uh, um, Melissa was on the bus in Ireland. And she was like, I'm so drunk. I might call my ex. Right. And Teresa's face is like, <laughs> it, like she can't believe <laughs> at, at all that, that, that Melissa would stoop so low as to say something like that. Because her, in her mind, Melissa is the biggest cheater. It's ridiculous. That, that she's been cheating on Joe this whole time. She uses this just lighthearted joke when Melissa's being yeah. fun against her. Andy's like, did you think she was serious? And she was like, I don't know. I, I just would never say something like that. Yeah. Well, and then later she says that she loves a... What, how does she Channing say Channing Totter Channer Channing Totter she cannot say his name and yeah. then uh, they're Melissa. like Melissa's like how could you say something like that perfect and she's like yeah Louis loves that I love Magic Mike like he loves that and it's like okay great like okay. you make no sense but anyways right and that's yeah that's what it is um, okay well, we must move on we damn though we squeezed some <laughs> juice out of uh new jersey i watched it once and yeah. Yeah, it, was, it was powerful yeah i knew that once we got talking yeah. we would remember um but yeah really excited for part three we'll definitely talk about that yeah okay um, now summer house minute okay so the eclipse has moved the sun <laughs> is starting to shine on our beautiful summer house yeah minute i want to say 
what the hell did they do with the summer house theme song where did she go uh, around the fifth season or the fourth season, they just have a wave entering the beach. and I it, loved it. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't exist after, I think, season four, season five. Now it's just the wave crashing. Why? So you didn't notice that until now? Um, I I noticed it this season, um, but you obviously just did a huge rewatch, so you could probably pinpoint exactly when so it, it happened. Was, it was Dina Deadly as well. Yeah. And I, I think it just wasn't as iconic or it wasn't hitting as hard as, you know. Sunset the... to sunrise, I'll show you the way. And they showed Kyle always <laughs> motor scootering in New York, you know, on one of those little scooters. I love it. Yeah, I didn't, it didn't hit me as hard, but I'm new to it, you know. It's just like kind of like quaint. Yeah. You know, like it's like if you know, you know, especially now that it's not on anymore. To me, the Southern Charm and then the VPR <laughs> one just hit so I mean, hard. Southern Charm is goaded. Like that is the most insane song. I almost want to listen to it every time it's on. It's just so And then weird. when they have the weird like remixed versions that have new lyrics. I've never heard that. Like it'll be like, ugh. Thomas is fun. <laughs> yeah. And we still like him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it'll be like, there's like sometimes they slow it down. Whoa. No, or... they don't to make it sad. <laughs> like the somber version. Wait. wait. Or it's like, but... that boy is loco. Do you have your yeah, that one? Yeah, no. <laughs> and what's the, what's the, is it Bada B? I want to hear the somber version. <laughs> it's easy. It's easy. Like, what the hell is I, that song? I don't know. It's so silly and funny. And I, yeah, how do they land on that? Is so it's about Thomas, right? Don't you think he's got money? <laughs> he's she's, in magazines. Oh, he is too. Oh, he, she's no, in he, magazines. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. He's, he's got, got money. more honey than any honey. You know, it, it was interesting. Southern Charm started out as all these Southern gentlemen, and there was yeah. only like one female cast member. It yeah, was like Patricia the full... would always have her men's only dinner. Yeah, it was really <laughs> strange. And then it's evolved past that. I'm only on the third season, so the cast is still pretty much the same. Southern Charm is a wild journey. I'm so glad I watched it. It's so good. Uh, when does it end? So I'm in season three. I feel like I'm in peak. When does it start to dwindle? I'm trying to remember... I feel like, um, how many seasons are there now? You know, I have no clue. Eight. I, I feel like there's a eight. COVID season that oh. I feel like all shows that have right, COVID seasons off. suck. Okay. Um, and then, um, they sort of get into, because it, obviously the, um, COVID summer was like the Black Lives Matter summer oh, okay. and so then they get into like the historical monuments oh, and everything okay. which is interesting and Catherine handles it very poorly <gasps> um she's like <laughs> no. problematic oh no Catherine, <laughs> my favorite cast member Catherine and thomas um but they kind of they bring in some new um cast like i think like that's when leva is fully on okay. and then a couple other figures that it feels like they were um they wanted to have people of color to talk about that okay. issue, but okay. it kind of felt like they were giving them an assignment of like, all right, like this is on you guys yeah. to like decode this for these like problematic people. Okay. And it wasn't particularly fun to watch. Um, okay. All right. Even though I know that overall, I would say it's kind of uh, hard to talk about, but slavery is truly 
the underbelly of that show. It's yeah. That's why they all have money. Yes. Yes. And it's really a weird thing to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. There is this this <laughs> undercurrent. There. Like they're all like. I'm going uh, for the summer at my grandma's plantation. And, and like Thomas, Thomas just straight up has a plantation. Yeah. Like, and you're like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm in for a, yeah. So a it's interesting. It, it makes it, I don't know. I don't want to say I feel problematic saying that it's not fun because it is tackling what is the truth about that region and, yeah. the legacies of those families because that is very interesting right but it felt like a little bit like i don't know if it was like produced in the best way okay yeah, but that, let me know when you get there okay that, that's um, fine and that was this you know southern charm minute. the southern charm minute <laughs> um, holy shit we get so, okay, so off track so summer, summer, summer house, house right? minute but what to get us back to summer house i just wanted to say you know who didn't have a bad covid season of all of the housewives that's shows right. summer house had the best season right I because think, they're set up perfectly for it i yes i think season five that's what it was summer house is the best covid season of any show i've ever seen because it's just them in the house they can't leave they're going stir crazy right. hannah is getting so horny with des <laughs> that she has to have sex with him in every single room in the house so yeah okay um no, I mean, it kind of, I feel like, set the tone for um, them not needing to show them in the city anymore, right? Because they used to always kind of, it felt a little labored looking back yeah. of like having them walk and talk. Did Carl hit his quota? Yeah. Like Lindsay doing like PR events. Like they really wanted to justify the like work, work hard, hard, play, play hard. Totally. And then I feel like after they realized that like all the juice is in the house, now we like barely ever go to the city. It's, it's just true. like, it's Friday, it's Friday, it's Friday. But I do, I personally do like the glimpses of the city. Like, yeah. like when like Sierra had that party halfway through or when Carl and Lindsay invited everybody to the Rad House estate. Yeah. I, I like those moments in the city. I yeah. almost think like they it up a little do more in the city because it would give them more you know content to work with i guess yeah or if they ever transitioned out of summer house because kyle doesn't want to go to a summer house with people he hates anymore right i would focus on amanda and kyle and Loverboy in new york city yeah i just want to see what their work week is right. like but i think maybe kyle doesn't do anything fun during the week you know he's working yeah he's working his ass off but yeah like we've gotten to see their apartment a couple times with their puppies yes um yeah, I'm down, but um, it felt like the COVID era was like the show finally embraced oh, yeah. just being in the house. Yeah, see, Paige and Hannah were very welcome cast additions, especially Paige. Yeah. And Sierra brings it to life in season five. Uh, Luke was great for how unhinged <laughs> everyone acts around him and how much they hate him. They should um, have him record a new theme song. Luke on yeah. his guitar? Yeah. That would be so awesome. <laughs> I think I've already sung this here, but me and Jimmy's favorite was one time they cut to like the bedroom footage and he's just playing by himself and it, his song went suit and tie, hair slick back. <laughs> <laughs> suit and tie? Hair slick, is he talking about Kyle? <laughs> Who knows? During the work week. Luke, uh, you know, but okay, this is the Summer House Minute. <laughs> Luke did start to lose a little bit of his luster after I'd had three seasons of him. He mm -hmm. stopped bringing it in terms of any drama. Mm -hmm. uh, he just was a fixture right. there. And so I kind of understand the need to move past Luke. Yeah. Um, I feel like the last crazy thing that happened was the that he wanted to have sex with the rock climbing wall girl. Or was it the berries? Which, 
berries. <laughs> and then Carl like has like a mental breakdown. <laughs> I want to watch. I, I would watch Summer House again right now. I almost tried to put it on from season one just because I want to watch it all over again. It's so good. Okay, yeah, so, so this anyways. reunion. Okay, so if I'm correct, it kind of starts with the Kyle and uh, Carl drama, mm-hmm. right? Like, th- which was. Uh, very touching heartbreaking heartbreaking uh andy brings up kyle's comment about uh carl doing lines of coke while coming coked up to Loverboy for getting his laptop yeah first instance of well second instance on bravo third instance of coke being used it, where it's just it can be a part of the world right. of a bravo show it's a huge no-no yes. um as far as like calling out your cast like, um like when renna said it it was like earth shattering <laughs> like nails on the chalkboard yeah. like how the hell could you ever bravo, say the word coke bravo, bravo. and they, and then why is vanderpump rules the most coke fueled <laughs> universe in the world and they can't say coke they've never said they've it. they've never said coke yeah uh tom sandoval calls it uppers they call it pasta they yeah. say everything but coke. adderall they say um but uh yeah never mentioned Tom Sandoval alleged or uh, alludes to Jax doing coke by saying, "Hey, have you ever no- noticed how congested Jax is all the time?" But anyway, um, um, so so yeah, um, Kyle obviously like he immediately apologized. He said he felt so bad. Um, Carl kind of shed some light on the subject, saying that he kind of did the same thing to his brother mm-hmm. by revealing his brother's addiction issues in his summer house confessionals. And he said his brother was excited to watch the show and was like, that's my brother and turned it on and was like, wow, you were talking shit. Like you like aired my dirty laundry basically. Yeah. And they like hadn't spoken because of that until well ever again. Yeah. Like they they never had a good relationship after that. That was so sad. That was, that was so sad. Carl is, is crying. He's also saying he's like, I didn't want, you know, it it causes me so much shame to have that like, my past, you know, brought up and I wish that I could have been the one to tell that. That's the second time that Carl's had some like major fact about his life outed to the right. world. Yeah. And and then Kyle obviously is so sad, but then Carl's like, I can I'm in your position though, because I did the same thing. So I can see both sides of this. They both are just like bawling crying because they love each other. Yeah. Andy is crying. Yeah. Andy's crying. Andy is so emotional. Everybody's emotional. And again, on the giving more than he usually does, Andy talks about friends in his life who are addicts and how, you know, you can't shame an addict more than they shame themselves. Like you, you know, they carry more shame than you can imagine. Yes. Um, and yeah, he keeps kind of like, yeah, just interjecting these understanding moments that are more empathetic than usual. Yes. He's like had a shift, I think. He did. Something about like this year. I think you're yeah. right. It's like his presence in the reunions is, is very different. Yeah. It's like more of a mediator mm-hmm. than he, than just, I'm just asking questions and I'll let the darts fly. Right. He's like, he's kind of getting in there, which you know I like because I respect Andy's opinion on almost everything that I've seen him take a stand on. Yeah, especially now that we saw that he took up defense for Danielle. I can rest easy. Radhouse fans, how do you feel that? Suck it. How do you feel that Andy fully validated Danielle stands, and and he basically had to tell Lindsay, Lindsay, how the hell can you not see how Danielle's feelings were hurt by this whole thing? I mean, that felt good yeah it wasn't I was like he was so she- happy i was so <laughs> happy too because leading up 
I was you know, firmly convinced that he was pro Radhouse. Radhouse fans are pissed. <laughs> well, I only heard that from you. I have only heard from you that in his book or something he's pro. Well, he said when he was very nice to Lindsay on Watch What Happens Live, and he um, accepted her narrative about how they have been friends for seven years and so that means that they're not moving too fast like he was like yeah like he was on board with that uh-huh. um so i was like that was red flag number one and then in his book he says that Radhouse is the couple like the number one bravo couple that everyone's rooting for number one bravo couple on the internet right on twitter and reddit apparently yeah. i've never toxic i've never met anyone in real life who has said they support Lindsay and carl's journey right or didn't think it was too fast right or yeah i mean I, it's only on reddit yeah reddit and twitter it's so weird it's really it's it's weird i I, I don't want to get too much in Reddit because I don't want to pay attention to that. And I don't want that to ever inform our opinions. I like having a clean slate where we just talk about it. The Summer House Reddit is shocking. Yeah. Their their takes and their <laughs> opinions in there, it is like a toxic, horrible nightmare where if you say Paige <laughs> is cool, they like ban you. Yeah. No, it's like truly like bizarro Twilight Zone Opposite. in there. I get so confused. <laughs> Me too. I'm like, what the hell? Like, who am watching? I? Um, <laughs> who am I in this Reddit? They were like, I don't know if it was Reddit or I w- ended up on like a subgroup on Facebook that I never look at that I is the same exact opinions and they were like so sick of andy being on the wrong side of history yet again yeah and then um they were all like i'm done with this show and it's like okay bye goodbye <laughs> someone someone i swear someone said if Paige is on next season i won't be watching like they're they, they've just gotten over Paige so much that they can't stand her she's been on the show for what you know now five seasons yeah like, it's, it's insane yeah so um, but, but yeah. enough about those Andy, people <laughs> literally so he essentially um danielle took accountability for her end and said she regrets how she handled the engagement party she made a little joke that she wishes she talked to like three fewer people laugh you know? uh, laugh out loud for me yeah just three fewer than the four <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that they capture on on yeah. camera she said um she, you know, would never want to take the shine away from their celebration. She only wants the best, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And, uh, but she did say she didn't regret anything that she said in her conversation with Lindsay, and then Lindsay in the says, kitchen. And then Lindsay says, oh yeah, exact same thing for me. I yeah. do not regret anything no regrets. I said. And she goes, you don't regret anything you said. Yeah. Like she said, like. Not only was she so cold and dismissive, but she said, like, you won't be invited to my wedding. She, like, basically just showed that she didn't care at all. I feel like any sane human being would come out of that regretting being so cold and say something like, you know, I think she kind of tried to say that she... Like, you know, she was like, I was done. Like, I was done at that point. And a lot of the defenders online are like, Danielle's allowed to, like lose her mind over how she's being treated but Lindsay's not allowed to shut down and it's like she's allowed to do whatever she wants but she is coming off like yeah. a cold heartless yeah she's a al- person yeah she's allowed to do whatever she wants and she <laughs> did it it was awful she treated danielle like garbage and that's yeah. why danielle's feelings have been so hurt and he's trying to convey this to Lindsay, yeah. like hey did and you hear like, how she, she apologized. apologized yeah and then Lindsay's like oh yeah oh, okay well i don't know we'll take it 
We'll take it from here. I don't know how I'm going to like, Lindsay's just like, I don't even, not even there. She no. can't argue worth shit. No, she's like not paying attention. Andy has to be like, did you hear that she yeah. apologized? He yeah. literally takes like a full, like five minutes of production time yes, to, to explain, explain every single thing that has happened. He was like, do you understand that her being left out hurt her feelings? And that she said that she was acting out because her feelings were hurt, which she now has apologized for. Yeah. Like, it was insane. It, it, it really was. So this just uh, brought to mind. So Carl has a sort of huge moment where he is talking about how he didn't explicitly try to deny Danielle that that prior information about the engagement. He just didn't think about Danielle. Yeah. Do you do you think? Do you agree or believe him that just Danielle just wasn't on his mind at all through the the process, and it wasn't a deliberate shunning? It was just. He didn't think about her like he the whole time. I can't decide which is more offensive. <laughs> yeah, you know it's, it, it's true. Um, I because my inclination is that he would have included her if the circumstances were different, but he thought Lindsay would get pissed if Danielle was involved. Um, oh, and, and is that like something he doesn't want to say? Because we didn't hear that that yeah. Lindsay specifically said please don't tell Danielle beforehand because she's such a hater. Right. Because we're supposed to believe that she had no idea about the engagement, right. which is the biggest fallacy, right. like, ridiculous notion. Because it would make total sense, like Danielle was saying, for her to be the liaison of the planning committee to get all those people flying in. Like, she knows all those people. Right. Like, they're the ones she was talking to about how she didn't know. It was iconic that she was telling all those people how she felt at someone's <laughs> engagement. Like that's... She's like, just found out an hour ago. <laughs> I'll I, just go fuck myself. <laughs> I, I love it. Like, Danielle, is, I'm a fan of you for five years after that. Yeah. You could do anything wrong and that was iconic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, why wouldn't he use Danielle for that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that I, would make I, just, so much sense. You're right. And it would have brought them probably closer together. Like, maybe Lindsay would have been annoying, but if Danielle planned their engagement party and facilitated, like, 20 people getting flown in, that would be, like, a gift she was giving to them. For real. And then it would have wiped out the judgment because she'd be like, look at how I'm supporting you at this event. Like yes. I'm helping you celebrate your love. Aren't you happy now that I'm on board? But like she wasn't granted that opportunity. Yeah. And Lindsay wouldn't have been happy even if Danielle yeah, made she it. can't win, honestly. No. no. Um she wrote her off. It's the the Occam's razor, the easiest, you know, the simplest theory is the right one. Lindsay cast Danielle aside the minute she got Carl, didn't care about her, treated her like dirt. Yeah. And Danielle feels the full brunt of that, is so upset that she spent seven years with with Lindsay in her corner, fighting for her, fighting for her relationships, and then when it actually happens, does not get any benefit or credit or get to be a part of it in right. any way. It's yeah. awful yeah. to be treated like that. Um, I feel like uh, everyone was like repeatedly shocked like when like Lindsay was like I have no regrets Amanda like her uh, jaw oh, dropped I love it and then and then Kyle <laughs> Kyle can't even help it he, he's just like your reaction to that fight in the kitchen was the most what do you say he's emotionless like, yeah cold, cold yeah uh, like person thing I've, I've ever seen, seen in my life which yeah um, Kyle thank you for saying that yeah I mean it's true that's how we all feel yeah except the Kyle haters right. which I can't believe you're watching Summer House if you hate Kyle it's right. his show right <laughs> him um, and Amanda's show yeah, and then um, I feel like they didn't, I don't know. I was a little bit ultimately let down by this part two. Okay. I felt like it 
left me wanting more. I know. I, I, I mean, I wanted it to be three parts. Yeah. And like by the end, once Andy sort of set them up to, you know, get along again or whatever, it felt like Danielle was kind of like down or like balls in your court to Lindsay, like that she would be friends with her again, which I don't know if she was just trying to like placate or whatever, but I was like, why do you even want to be her friend anymore? I, I agree with that sentiment. I, I totally agree with it, but it actually makes Danielle even more likable for me because it shows that her relationship with Lindsay was genuine all those years and yeah. e she still does want her back. Yeah. And I like that about Danielle because obviously for us, we would write Lindsay off to hell. Yeah. I, we would never see her again. Um, but Danielle did care about their friendship. So if Lindsay wanted to, you know, make amends or whatever, Danielle taking her back just means that Danielle was in the right this whole time even more. Right. This was a friendship that mattered to yeah. her. So I think it's sweet I to hope Danielle. That she at least now is aware yes. of their dynamic and she can call her out moving forward for being a shitty friend. Well, also, Lindsay is not going to let, like next season, hypothetically, Lindsay's not going to let Danielle be a bridge between her and, and Paige and Amanda yeah. and stuff. She's going to be like, you, you have to choose between right. us. And Danielle will not be able to have the same relationship with both sides of the house right. i don't think yeah that was I, interesting what that... about gabby and sam and, and uh Corey and chris just sucking up to uh carl and Lindsay? Disgusting. like they know where their bread is gonna be buttered next exactly. season they're like this house is gonna be so divided next year if yeah. we're on carl and Lindsay's, they'll have friends i hope they wipe them out even though obviously sam and Corey will 100 percent be in oh, oh, oh they, i was like Oh, you guys are guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. Corey is going to be just a cast member. Totally. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. He basically it. already is. Yeah. Um, and then um. I saw, um, was it Sam that posted or Lindsay that posted? Uh, it little was a sister. Yeah. She's like, love you little sis about Oof. Sam. And I'm like, get a life. She's like 25 years old. Like God, you're like 40. Come on. <laughs> but but I, I, you know, if that's their strategy, I know it's a strategy. I know you guys so don't. So transparent. So transparent. I know you guys don't like it, but. If that's going to get you for another season, which I you were all on the chopping block, Gabby, you were on the chopping block. I still Chris, think Chris is fucked. I, I think I think Chris is out. Gabby's fucked. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they keep really digging in there and they become Carl and Lindsay's like ride or dies, like they're doing now. I think, I think Sam and Corey are enough. Sam and Corey will be the Carl and Lindsay allies, and that'll be it. And Danielle will be like bouncing between. Don't you think? And then maybe someone new. I you think, think they need to bring back Chris and Gabby? I think they're going to bring back Gabby and not Chris. Okay. Chris, Chris flops so hard. Talk. Like, yeah, she, she doesn't she, even. She was uncomfortable on camera, and she also is someone that doesn't seem like she knows herself very well, so she wanted to appear one Do way you think on camera. Ask Maya? No. People online are like against. Why? <laughs> I mean, she doesn't bring a ton. I think she seems like a very cool person. Like, I actually want to be friends with her. You know what I mean? But she, you know, it is a cardinal sin to hide your relationship drama. They had to use the uh, behind closed door audio because she didn't do a good enough job taking her mic off. Where? W yeah. I know. Um, so I uh, think they probably, if they do bring her back, are going to be like, and you don't hide yeah. stuff from us. So my thoughts... Maya is amazing. Yeah. She's actually funny. She's actually smart. smart. Yeah. She's actually such good friends with Sierra and yeah. uh, Amanda and Paige. Yeah. So she's an organic, actual friend. They've been hanging out in the city posting fun TikToks. Not everyone needs to be a 10 out of 10 
creating fireworks yeah. in terms of personality. <laughs> you need someone who's low key and fun. I love the relationship with Oliver until it dismantled. <laughs> yeah. I, she'll be single next That's season, true. which is amazing. And you get one of those production. Uh, she she had never been. Uh, the victim of cheating on television before. This is her first actual big drama. I know it sucks yeah. that she tried to get away from it. I mean, it was also kind of juicier, the fact that she tried to hide it. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of interesting I mean, to watch. You yeah, know? She, yeah, she even made it a little more entertaining, <laughs> which is cool. I love Maya. She yeah. is... It's hard to cast these shows because yeah. it is. So, we are seeing every aspect of someone's personality. And if you're lame or boring, we see it in two seconds. Yeah. But Maya, I think, is bringing... A lot. I, I mean, I really. I think she brings much more than Gabby, obviously. But yeah, um, yeah. And it's like, feel like so. Paige brings the most fire of that group, mm-hmm. and then um, Amanda, by way of I don't want to relegate her to being um, like an addition to her husband, but like Amanda plus Kyle is a dynamic duo. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much. She would stand on her own without that because uh, she also is just kind of like a normal person. Um, yeah, but she's so – well, yeah, I, yes. I, I get what you're saying, like totally. But, I but like just, all of them combined yes, are as a or, group is, is an, fun. Is, yes, an organic, yeah. beautiful friendship where you can tell they actually love each other. Amanda and Paige love each other. Yeah. You can see it. Yeah. Amanda and Sierra love each other. Like I yeah. love seeing their friend group. It doesn't matter if one is bringing a little less. Right. I still think you know Amanda you know, brings it and she's so fun. And – it's not really disparaging to say that she's an addition to Kyle because their relationship is also what is so fun to watch. Right. I love how much they love each other. Totally. Beautiful. Um, One of the best yeah. relationships in Bravo, when people will say, the cheating that he did. <laughs> but it's like... That's They've moved past it. They've moved past it. Amanda <laughs> forgives him and they have a beautiful, loving relationship that you can see with every glint in their eyes. Totally. Um, yeah, and then I feel like Sierra is extra safe because of her ties to Austin. Like, Bravo is so hell-bent on combining <laughs> the, what did uh, Andy call it? Like, the, like, under 42s or whatever. Oh, no, like, oh, no, I didn't hear him say basically, that. Basically, like, the Summer House Southern Charm um, Vanderpump so he trifecta. Wants, so he wants them all to, like, party together right. in so, Winter like, House. Did you see there was a Dumois blind item that James was DJing in Charleston, and there were cameras there? So people think it's either for Southern Charm or Southern Hospitality. So I'm like, yet again, they're inserting the combo platter. James and Charleston we is have, fun. Yeah, James and Charleston, Paige and Craig going back and forth. You had the blip of Sierra slash Lindsay slash Austin. Then you have Toms that go to Winter House. And apparently, apparently Schwartz makes out with uh, someone at Winter House. Really? Yeah. <gasps> oh, shit. I don't know who because I don't know what the full cast is, but apparently he does a little bit of kissing. Yes. In like the literal storm of Scandaball. Do you think his kiss <laughs> will be a little better than the Raquel kiss? <laughs> I hope so. That was gross. Sickening. He even <laughs> Despite admitted. what he thought. <laughs> yeah. But he admitted yeah. it was disgusting. Yeah. He's like, is that what I look like? I know. That was good. I'm, I'm glad he was. Uh, he belittled his, his right. kissing ability. Well, should in we... true Bravo fashion, should we transition from Summer House to Vanderpump Rules? I think I'm ready. I feel like we did that reunion uh, for Summer House Justice. For me, it was an, a, a great season. I was going to say I think the consensus is that was like a boring season. because, But these are all the same people that hate Paige and Sierra right. and stuff. So who knows? But I thought that was a beautiful season. Powerful reunion. Can't wait for season eight. Right? Yep. Or is that what it is? Next one, season eight? I don't know. I've lost count. And then it'll be amazing just for you and I to get to witness firsthand 
uh, all of that partying when we get <laughs> invited. Yeah, in our horror outfits. Yeah, and I guess we're kind of... Um, we're sort of hell bent on being monsters. So no matter what the theme is, we'll try to justify, you know, Frankenstein and the mummy and, or whatever we're going to dress up yeah, as. Even if it's safari or it'll just work. If it's a mummy outfit, you just put it in like a, what would you do? Like you make like it a little loincloth. by a lion. Yeah. And so it's t- right, right, right. Or Frankenstein, you take the bolts out of your head and you say, yeah, you put some stripes on your body. Bones. And- <laughs> It's it's easy. And to be honest, we don't have to workshop it now, right? We have time. Well, actually, it's June. Oh, Kyle, <laughs> Amanda. I, I want to go for July 4th. Why don't we just go to Southampton Social on July 4th? We just spend all of the... We just lurk around the corner. Yeah. I've got... Yeah. I'll spend, you know, $2,000 of my own money to go on a, un, a trip uninvited <laughs> to South. Southampton Social for the 4th of July. Yeah. All right. But you're right. Okay. Let's let's put Summer House in the dust, put it to bed, and let's wake up to this, what, part three of this um, part kind of, of three reunion. Oh, my God. Sho- kind of shocking, dark, evil, yeah. <laughs> horrible. Yeah. Subhuman. Subhuman. Demented. <laughs> it was, it was demented. Yeah, I, I I was saying like I had to do I did a TikTok of just quick thoughts or whatever. Yeah, saying it's like amazing or awesome or <laughs> so fun. It's not it's not true. It right. was engaging. Yeah, it was entertaining. You know, from a dramatic standpoint, but it was dark and awful and yeah. not cathartic. No, it ends on such a dark <laughs> note. Yeah, e- evil. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. I've like loved this uh, journey and obviously it like birthed our podcast and like, yes, I do enjoy talking about it, but the way in which we will be cleansed from not having to talk about this every week anymore, um, the toxicity. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's like, it gets so dirty. Yeah. Like again, I, I'm not trying to play devil's advocate or whatever, but like we were saying, they filmed it so close to when everyone found out that the hate in the vitriol in the room, even though the targets deserve it, etc., yeah. it's like it truly seems like they won't stop until they're dead. Yes. Like it's <laughs> like a level again. I understand their behavior deserves cruelty, whatever. But it like made me question like what it is to be human at all. Like I was like death penalty yet again. Like I'm like, do they deserve the death penalty? Is that what you guys are saying? Yeah. Like a hatch opens up beneath their chair. <laughs> Schwartz is still in the middle, but they both go descend into an incinerator and die. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, like, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like it really felt like they wanted them to end their lives by what they were saying. I mean, if James would have said kill yourself, it wouldn't have seemed so out of... I feel like if they weren't on TV, they would basically be saying that. Yeah, I mean, Lala or James were ready to say, like, kill yourselves, <laughs> goodbye, rid the world of you. It's It was so close to that. It was that, dark. Like, whatever, we'll get into it. And... Are, do, are, I'm going to are we going to... We, we should do a, uh, you know, an in-depth recap like scene by yeah. scene it was just it was so flowing and filled right. with yeah we, we don't set. have to like say every single thing yeah but um you, i wrote down like almost 
everything okay, that good. stood out. So yeah. I can at least moderate Just... like the main uh, important mentions, but yeah. it's very long. The pumped up version was an hour and seven minutes. But you gotta watch the pumped up version <laughs> hearing... Uh, the curse words. The F-bombs. The F-bombs. The see you next Tuesdays. They cut like a knife. Yeah. I've never heard see you next Tuesday said that many times ever. It was said like 30 <laughs> times. It, that you have to hear the curses because you have to feel the full power of how of Ariana's hatred. Yeah. Of James's hatred. Of Lala's hatred. They're just. Yeah. I wonder how many F-bombs there were. I almost posted a photo. Maybe I still will, but. In a girl with the dragon tattoo, um, Rooney Mara wears a t-shirt that says, fuck you, you fucking fuck. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I feel like someone said something like that, like every seven minutes. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh totally. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, it was every curse combination you could do. At, yeah. Like, I know. I was like writing it down. I was like, okay, wait, did they say like fucking yeah, fuck or like right. fuck you <laughs> fucking bitch or yeah. like bitch fuck you? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so funny to be now aware of the cur- the cursing in this because it's a show where they curse nonstop, but the bleeps just go into the background. And now yeah. when you hear them curse, you're like, damn, they're whipping it up in here. I was like, I have to get this right. Um, yeah. But yeah, so like it immediately opens up with uh, Sheena iconically in the trailer. They make a meal out of that. She looks so uncomfortable and like on edge and like angry yeah like her neck is like tense yeah yes like she's not relaxed in any way yeah she's still so (laughs) fired up from the first two parts she was just sent to the trailer and she's just like yeah, try, what, trying to cool down while watching the actual reunion. Which honestly kind of sounds like a blessing. I know that she probably yeah. had FOMO and like wanted to be included and say her piece to Raquel because obviously she was lied to as well. But honestly, it sounds kind of nice to be able to be like, I'm going to go sit in the trailer. I don't need to deal with this. And, and also her presence was felt the entire time. The fact that they kept cutting to her reactions was iconic. Her yeah. in the trailer just sitting there with a white claw was iconic. So yeah. t- she doesn't feel removed from this at all. And honestly, Raquel's part, just to say generally, I felt Raquel's presence there for the 30 minutes she was out there or whatever was so boring because Raquel doesn't know how to articulate herself. Yeah. She doesn't know what's going on she never has any emotion so then they actually just bring out sheena at the end to wrap it up it was like the raquel part was like a blip right of it ultimately. yeah and she was lying the whole time yeah totally lying which we discovered at the end but yeah so she really couldn't say shit and that's probably why she wasn't emotional is because you know She's whatever saying. everyone's gonna say she's a sociopath i disagree i think sociopaths are more cunning <laughs> I, I i disagree completely too you can't call raquel a sociopath um but uh yeah she probably was emotionless because she had to hold it all together in her chamber of lies because if she said anything or got emotional when she was telling the truth she was crying i know which we'll, we'll get to so I mean, anyways wild you- okay so yeah yeah you're right she was sent out there to lie about a specific timeline so how yeah you're right how like emotional and impactful and like how how can you take everything in when you know you have to keep a narrative in your head and we know that she's it's hard for her to that's like terrifying to know know what the like red flags are what is gonna come up sandoval looks so on edge when raquel comes out because he's probably like fuck like what is she gonna say is she gonna hold to our story like he's trying to sort of back her up but also keep to himself yes like there are certain things they're willing to cop to other things they're not like 
for anyone that would be very stressful and hard but especially Raquel I know it's so hard for her to keep this this timeline in her head and Sandoval's only defense of himself in this whole thing is the timeline yeah he keeps saying once I know once it happened once but then it picked back up and then it became a relationship in January his timeline it was like he's it's so convoluted it's like what he was trying to do with the dipped out thing where it's like that's not doing what you think it's doing you're just you're confusing people and you think that that's throwing them off the scent but actually it's making us want to even firm up even further what you're trying to say right like if you were just like he thinks that he's like a mastermind and it's the opposite totally so yeah his timeline makes no sense he says it was once and then he said things picked up in the after the life is beautiful festival which was in september so that's a month between these yeah these uh uh, making love sessions and then it became love in january he's saying Right. right but it's just so his only um what's it called his only defense is just that he keeps saying it wasn't an affair at this point right right but then he goes um they were like this is jumping ahead but yeah there andy was like were you nervous when all those people including uh andros uh james's dad went to um the abbey and he said that he wasn't nervous because they weren't doing anything wrong but they previously said that they did kiss at the Abbey. I know. So I'm like, what are you talking about? I, I asked that same question. I said, the Abbey, I thought we found out that, that was the Abbey the first actually, night. yeah, it was when sparks flew when they kissed. So then now they're trying to like, uh, pretend the Abbey wasn't that big of a deal. It's so confusing. And they dumb. were kissing in front of Andros. <laughs> he was probably like, what's going on? All right. <laughs> London <good>. gangster. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you unlock his accent. All right. London gangsta. London gangsta. Um, speaking of London gangsters, uh, they talk about Vanderpump uh, Vegas. And Andy says, how's business in Vegas? And Lisa goes, fantastic. Yes. She well, she was like, thank you, Andy. Thank you for asking. It's actually doing the best ever in the world. The reunion was decorated with uh, Vanderpump Elaine lighting fixtures. So that is, that, said, is, that their cross, is that like a cross combo decor? Yeah, they, you like, can buy them. A collab. Yeah. <sighs> I was helping my friend. I'm a little bit of a, a hobbyist interior designer. Huh. Like sometimes when friends are like, our friend Jen is redoing uh, her bathroom. Your place looks and beautiful, by the way. Thank you. Um, I sometimes help friends when they want because I think it's fun. Um, but I was sending some lighting fixture links for their bathroom, and I dropped in a Vanderpump Elaine uh, fixture as a gag. That's funny. Just to make sure <laughs> that she was paying attention. <laughs> um, That's really good. Um, no one has ever... Lisa's never loved anyone more, I guess, besides Ken and maybe max then she loves nick elaine that's right she, he is a twisted genius oh my god she the is, steampunk gorgeous god. man <laughs> she loves nick elaine yeah with his little like nikola tesla glasses oh yeah he is kind of iconic when you see him totally um she said vanderpump a paris is one of the most beautiful restaurants in vegas and i have to agree I know. Uh, well, the first, um, the first podcast we ever had was after you had just been back from Vegas. You said it up front that it was the culmination of all of Lisa's beautiful design skills. Yes, and so I can't wait to go. <laughs> and, and I love that it was just verified that Lisa thinks this is the most beautiful. She said the beautiful, most beautiful restaurant in Vegas. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's like the perfect theme. Like. 
she pushes that theme on all of the restaurants, but in a gothic romance, like turn of the century France vibe, it makes the most sense. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to go. You know, our bridge to BravoCon just got a little <laughs> more built. We are Hopefully. really close to, well, I mean, I don't know. I, yeah. Oh, also, if you're a little turtle cutie and you happen to be in the Bravo press community, Amy and I really have to go to BravoCon with press passes, don't you think? Yeah, we tried emailing. Uh, Bravo. If you want to email us, turtletimepod at gmail.com. Don't flood our inbox unless you can get us to BravoCon. <laughs> you, you can send us a couple emails, but we really need press passes. And I promise, Bravo, this is going to be content that you are going to love. We're going to make BravoCon look like it is... Um, What's the biggest festival of all time that everyone loves? Woodstock, Woodstock. 69? <laughs> or Altamont. <laughs> We're going to make it look like Woodstock 69 and not Woodstock 99. That's that was right. the mud year. Yeah, the shit did mixed you, with the mud. Did you watch the documentary where Limp Biscuit just basically... Both. You did? Yeah. Limp Biscuit goes out there and it's basically like a, 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 you know, like a bomb went off. Like their show really set Woodstock 99 like yeah. on fire, metaphorically yeah. and literally. Because I think yeah. they started torching the thing. Yeah, and Red Hot Chili Peppers started singing like, let me send it to your fire. Like they yeah. were like, fire, fire, fire. Yeah. And they were like, no, don't do that. I like it. And also, so I liked that the first night of Woodstock 99 was fine. It was like Blur or someone was performing. <laughs> yeah. and it was just, or in corn. And it was like, it was calm and yeah. nice. Or whatever. Okay, wait. You guys stop talking about Woodstock 99. Uh, yeah, you should watch that uh, if you can. It's very funny. Um, I mean, there's upsetting things that happen as well. But, oh, awful, um, awful Just awful absolutely stuff. disgusting. They did it on like a tarmac. Yes. So it was the just radiating heat. Yes. Awful. Barely any water. Selling water for like $50. Beer was cheaper than water. But if you want... So everyone just got so toasted. But if you want to see the best, uh, most iconic performance in history, watch Limp Bizkit perform <laughs> to Woodstock 99. It is like the wildest thing I've ever seen. He's a demon. Oh, um, a Fred Durst. Yeah. Oh, I don't advocate for <laughs> Limp Bizkit, and I don't like their music at all, but just watch that performance. It, it's definitely interesting to watch. Totally. Okay. Time and place. Um, okay. Yep. So um, they go to the Havasu uh, portion. Yes. Um, Lala um, reiterates, I wouldn't trust you with my man. Um, Rachel uh, <laughs> tries oh, to... Are you officially calling her Rachel now? I just did right now and it comes out of the mouth easier but i'll probably switch back and forth because okay. that does come up i just that's uh, something that we just we've we haven't done yeah been... it's just kind of hard you have to stop in the middle it's like raquel i know and rachel's a rachel little easier. is okay. like one but anyways um so she's just so bad at sticking up for herself which makes this whole thing really painful to watch because i do think that Lala is full of shit in a lot of ways in this uh, category, as we've discussed before about calling her a mistress, which, of course, now you can't win that argument because she turned out to be the biggest mistress of all time. Right. So there's no going back on that. Mm -hmm. No putting the genie back in the bottle. But yes, Lala will not admit that she was once a mistress because she says that she didn't know, which fine, sure, I'm, mm -hmm. I know you were lied to, I believe that, but you also kind of turned a blind eye to what was going on. Yeah, I mean, you're you're just, like, Lala is smart. You're just acting like you weren't smart right. in that era of your life. You knew right. something, something 
weird was going on there. You had to have known. And then to her, you know, and then she's like, okay, but I'm now best friends with Randall's ex. She's ready to let the mistress era, you know, on her be over. I, I think, yeah, like you said, Raquel doesn't really have, you know, she can't really stand up against that right. accusation she's anymore. She's trying. Um, yeah. And uh, Raquel, this is when she tries to apologize to Ariana and, uh, you know, uh, says she was very selfish and this is when we start right out the gates with ariana's um selfish does not fucking cover it bitch how about diabolical demented disgusting subhuman yeah and literally at the bar last night people were chanting them out they already knew they were like diabolical demented disgusting subhuman yeah we've been seeing this for weeks it was finally so the minute it gets to ariana i forget but it is like she has her one chance she says everything awful like just let it pour the the hatred pour at raquel yeah uh and then raquel bless her heart says actually my actions were human yes I feel like my actions are human. It's like, oh, man, this is going to be a long reunion, Raquel, if that's the, the counter you're providing. Yeah, and it's like, girl, this is not the time or place to talk about human nature. We do not have time. <laughs> no, please, please. Uh, and then they all, Tom is trying to help her, like saying like, yeah, like that is human. And they're all just like, shut the fuck up. Shut up, Tom. Shut up, shut up, shut up. And Andy goes... I would like to hear what both of you have to say. Yeah, which... Um, and uh, <laughs> the this is when Sandoval's timeline gets all confusing. One where, time. Yeah, he's fucked once versus fucking. He's trying to say, like, we weren't having sex at that time. Like, So, so in, his, in, in his narrative, his perfect timeline, that, that it happened once... Then it didn't happen again until he fell in love with her in January, and then it picked up, and then he was trying to break up with Ariana, and then that, like, his timeline makes no sense. No, it doesn't make sense. That's the thing. That's why it's so confusing for all of us, yeah. is because we keep trying to put together the information, and it doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't add up, because it's wrong, yeah. and he keeps changing it, and he told Schwartz one thing, he told, you know, Raquel to say one thing, what he said. But why even say one time when even in his own def- defense in his own timeline he admits that there was he didn't only have sex with her once he's admitted right. to sex yeah. multiple times right. james uh, at one point like leans over to lala and yeah. says like why does he keep saying yeah, one yeah, time yeah. we know it's not more than one time he thinks that like if he can compartmentalize yes. this information into like well it wasn't that bad at that time right. so if we're talking about if you're judging me for my behavior in uh the month of september yes. uh i was in the clear at that time even though we had already fucked once we weren't fucking all yeah fall yeah and winter raquel says something like that too to lala she's like at that point in my life i was a good person up right. until this point it's like well they we use all the evidence against <laughs> right. you to re- reflect on your past right. as well right. i'm sorry we right. don't just we don't have established timelines right. when we're supposed to which that defense worked before we know what we know now like yeah. when i watched the havasu vegas episode i was like they are being so mean uh, to her. We were you know fully I mean? on Raquel's side even knowing what we knew. Right. Because I was like, they don't know that yet. So they're just being cruel yeah. without the information And Lala's being a hypocrite. One of the biggest totally. hypocrites ever. She just told Raquel for the first time ever that she cheated yeah. uh, w- with James on Raquel. Yeah. And then asked her to get over it within two seconds. Yeah. Like, 
get over it get over it what, yeah. what are you doing what and you now it's it? impossible to have that conversation no. because it's impossible honestly sh- yeah it's just impossible for sandoval and raquel to have anything to say in this reunion in this context because everything they say anything they think is a defense can't does not work um so it's just it's just an onslaught yeah against them they right can't, they can't have any defense for you know, right anything which you know again like in the crowd we were watching it with it's fun when you know there's slam dunk after slam dunk up against them but it's after a while slightly upsetting in my opinion um yeah but uh then andy brings up the uh conversation that raquel and ariana have about her waning sex life andy says knowing what we know now it comes off as diabolical yeah lisa says she's never seen anything like it before andy says i've never seen anything like it yeah so diabolical diabolical started to be the word of choice (laughs) for lisa andy and ariana diabolical diabolical raquel says it was so hard for me to watch which is an eye roll because it's like get over it she goes it was so cringe (laughs) She said that. Yeah. It was so cringe. Which I'm like, everything you say is cringe. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Um, she said uh, they cut to um, in Andy's interview. And she he says, like, did you tell Sandoval to break up with Ariana? Was that a conversation you had going on? And she said, as a friend, first and foremost, I just wanted him to see if he was happy. Yeah. Um, so she was just... I don't know, trying to weasel her way out of that one, just saying, like, as a friend, I don't think you're happy. And Ariana (laughs) goes the fuck off. (laughs) She says, fuck yourself with a cheese grater. Fuck you. You fucking suck. Fuck you with, fuck yourself with a cheese grater? Damn. Oh, my God. Is that why... Is that why Ariana is holding a grilled cheese in that fuck me in my t-shirt shirt? Maybe. I definitely thought about that. Right? Because at first when I was, I couldn't read cheese. what it said. And I was like, does it say fuck oh. yourself with a cheese grater? <laughs> People I was are like, wearing that's very shirt. intense. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think there's a combo there. Yet again, not giving English cottage. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> fuck yourself with a cheese grater. <laughs> They're like... Uh, we serve a beautiful uh, English goat's cheese uh, sandwich on a uh, whole wheat uh, with uh, sprouts. And uh, it comes in a wrapping paper that says, fuck yourself with a cheese grater. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Sandoval tries to say, we don't live by logic. And everyone laughs. Like, he can't say shit about yeah. anything. Yeah. Um, but mostly because everything he says is, completely idiotic he he really he doesn't get one good line off whether he's making fun of james's accent he (laughs) says look at you look at you his comebacks are so bad it's like he's withered down he can't think of anything succinct or powerful to say and he knows he's blowing it and it's like imploding yeah i mean (laughs) he said last reunion he's remember he's like i am blowing this yes um so yeah there's a back and forth about raquel tries to stand up and say uh, Lala and James can't talk because they fucked. And then Lala's like, I wasn't your best friend, ho. And James yet again tries to do the youth defense. I was a kid. I was 25. Lala says, you were a no name. Like, it doesn't count. Like, yeah. I didn't know We're, you. Yeah. And uh, 
then James is talking about what is he? He says multiple about he, yeah, because uh, because Sandoval is saying um because Lala says something like you guys have been f- fucking or whatever, and Sandoval keeps saying one time, one time, <laughs> and then James gets so furious. It's like multiple times, multiple, multiple, and then Tom Sandoval does the worst British <laughs> accent in history ever. Could you imagine if you're on the spot to do a British accent to make fun of someone and you flopped that hard? Multiple, yeah, multiple, yeah. It was it was. <laughs> So bad. Uh, I laughed though. You did? I mean, it was ridiculous. Like, I it was like I, I embarrassing. Laughed, I laughed ironically. Yes. Yeah, it wasn't. Sandoval got a couple of funny moments, I think, later, like legitimately funny. That was just embarrassing. Like, yeah. ironically funny for totally. sure. Totally. And this is where Lala goes into defending herself that she was lied to. She said um, she was very much op- like in the open with Randall. Um, they were, he would FaceTime his kids in front of her. They were traveling. So in her world view, um, it couldn't have been a discreet relationship because they weren't acting discreet. Yeah. Which it's probably more that like his wife, like had given up at that point. There's a lot of, (laughs) there's a lot of Lala in part three for something Mm -hmm. that didn't really have much to do with her. Right. I mean, no offense to Lala. (laughs) I'm just saying this now without thinking about it too much, but um, Sandoval says at one point, like the person who cares about us the least is the most vocal about <laughs> exactly. this. And a part of me, it, it, I'm not giving him full credit for that, but what, like, I don't, did we have to hear so much? I would much rather hear from James and Ariana and Katie more than Lala. Lala like yeah. took the brunt of the anger. Katie spoke like three times in she, all three parts. But she, her reactions, she's like yeah. loving everything that everyone else says. And yeah. Katie she's just some kind good, of smirking. Yeah. She gets some good moments too, but Lala really took the brunt of what, of like the group's hatred. She was right. the face of them. And now she's saying, uh, not only did she say she was very good friends with Randall's ex-wife, but she said she's very close friends with Oliver's ex-wife. Ex-wives club. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, are you just like the bone collector? Like, what is happening? Why are you friends with all these scorned women? Like, and then she reveals like she knew that Oliver wasn't separated. Right. But didn't tell Raquel. Sandoval, yeah, Sandoval says that. Sandoval yeah, says Sandoval's that. like, did you want her to look stupid? And yeah. she's like, uh, she can look stupid by herself. Yeah. Um, but, but I guess Lala knew for a week that this was in a, you know. A, yeah. They weren't fully separated or whatever and didn't what, use it until What the show. she said was, no shit, he wasn't separated, you stupid fuck. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so intense. I know, really. Um, and then that's when, but, and Raquel is trying to go through the timeline. She's like, but you were mean to me before all of this happened. Like, you were already harassing me. And then Lala says, when did I harass you, you dumb bitch? <laughs> They just, they feel like they can say literally anything to those two. And it's, she says, oh, I have a degree. Don't go to that school. If that's the product you get, fuck. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) That was great. She's basically like, you deserve to be dead under this dirt under our feet. Like you are both. And then, yeah, by the end, Ariana is saying you are nothing. Like they're both, they're all just like. You aren't even a human being on this earth. You're not worth the matter that you are made of. You are such a piece of shit. You deserve to die. Yeah, but no one says die. (laughs) Right. It's like, that's the unsaid thing. (laughs) But they're like, you are. (sighs) (laughs) I'm like, what would happen if they like actually murdered someone? Like, what could be 
judging by the reaction, there's, I mean, it's, it's pretty bad on the scope of betrayals uh, of human behavior, but I'm trying to think of what are worse acts. Well, well here, 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 here's one. Well, first of all, they wouldn't have acted as mad if they had killed someone. No. no, I mean, not even close. <laughs> not even close. If Raquel and Tom Sandoval had done a bank robbery and one innocent person got killed, like the bank teller, because Raquel accidentally fired the gun or whatever, <laughs> they would be less mad yeah. at them. But one thing that could have fired them up way more, which I was thinking about this today as I watched it, if Tom Sandoval had been honest about the timeline and come fully clean and yeah. admitted that they fucked the night after the jacuzzi when Schwartz went home and Ariana no longer has to just talk about how she did this in the shadow of Charlotte's death. Yeah. She would say, you fucked in my house when I was mourning the death of my grandmother. Imagine how much more fired up. And, and you, you can't, you can't imagine. Ariana's already at 11. Yeah. What would she have done if yeah. this, if she found it? That's why I was like, could Tom Sandoval have admitted to? I think yeah. he should have come clean and, yeah. and, and been fully honest and just taken yeah. the pure <laughs> hatred because it's fireball. already the, the fireball. Oh my God. Like the sun, it's melancholia. Yeah. The planet is crashing into the earth and you have to just burn. Ariana's hair is like oh, floating. Oh, 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 oh my God. Exactly. You know, it's it's on fire. It's like she is summoning an asteroid to level earth, but it would have gotten even worse if he would have admitted right. it. Right. Right, yeah, he knew it was like a bridge too far. He, it, it like couldn't be said. It almost couldn't be said. Right. I wonder. Um, when do you think Ariana? I mean, we're jumping ahead because that well, revelation. This, this thing is so nebulous. Totally, like, we got to just talk like, about it. When do you think Ariana found out about that? Like, do you think she watched it, or do you think producers I, told her after the interview? I wanna, no. I want to believe she found out now. I want. I want to believe she got the pre-release copy that Jackson and. and James right. watched and she just found that out definitively now I, yeah. I I really think I don't think that they let the cast members see that interview beforehand Raquel yeah. is obviously tucked away in Tucson we don't know where the hell she is right I think Ariana found that information yesterday or, yeah. or, or or two days ago I mean I hope that like it was shocking um I thought I mean, the information itself was shocking, but it was more shocking to watch Raquel cave and admit it. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. we kind of figured. I mean, let's. Do you want to talk about I mean? the bombshell? Because we're sure. there. I mean, like, well, I don't know. Do you want to wait? You, you tell me. However, I you want to. I mean, yeah. So no, it'll be good for the end. Okay. We'll, we'll say we'll get so fired up. Let's <laughs> yeah. save it for the end. Okay. So, um, but, but this Lala stuff. Like, I know we're like in such a Lala era. Totally. I'm like, why was Lala? Lala was so fired up, yeah. like Lisa was having to calm her down. and, and... <laughs> Right. Um, we can basically skip past, but I, my favorite part about the entire Oliver uh, conversation is that LVP says, he's been an exemplary employee. And, and <laughs> he goes, all that <laughs> he goes, hey, hey, are, is Oliver still working at Vanderpump Opry? She goes, absolutely he is. Of course is. he is. <laughs> yeah, course. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, yeah, I love Oliver. Like, she <laughs> And she loves Garcelle, which that's so amazing. I mean, too. he was holding it down. He feels like her uh and you were waiting vegas him, right? peter yes to oh totally yeah but you you didn't you get to meet oliver um, i did meet him he wasn't uh serving oh, okay. us because we were sitting at the bar but i when he walked past me i was like i do need a photo thank you had to collect my pokemon yeah that's so um, good um i i do one thing before we bypass this lala stuff i did like when lisa when andy was like um 
Andy was to like Lisa, why did you just fully take Oliver's side and not like believe the the story or whatever? And she's yeah. like, I love Oliver. He's the best ever. He was like, and, and his wife and him are estranged. And yeah. I like when Lala goes, <laughs> she goes estranged, like in, <laughs> in quotes. And it's just so like, she does not believe this Oliver story at no. all. Um, it's just kind of like, I don't really give a shit about that storyline. It's so boring. I, like I whatever. Yeah. Um, but this is where um, Lisa says, don't let this turn you into a bitter woman yeah um which at first i was afraid that was gonna like turn into like a bad moment like i was like oh, are they gonna don't, get mad at lisa yeah don't um, well i don't call it like don't and, call it bitter uh she says i'm not bitter i'm aware mm-hmm. and i'm like sure but it does also seem like from everything she said at this point that she will never trust a man ever again and wants to seed her own child as a single mother so i'm like i won't call her bitter but certainly a damaged beyond repair <laughs> yeah i mean but you can see why i mean no totally yeah. but i wish that she would yeah admit that that's where she's coming from a little right bit. Yes. like again like we were saying that lisa said last week if lala would be more vulnerable i would take her side so much more me too but she's yeah. so defensive yes and just acts like she's always right and i'm like just admit it you were fucking conned it broke your heart you're heartbroken about your daughter having to deal with this yes. like you're going to find it very hard to trust again. And you're sad about that. Like, just say that, like say that this whole situation triggered you Yes. and is making you so upset because of everything you've been through. And you're like, Jesus Christ, are there any good people in this world? Why is everyone a liar? Yeah. Like, just say that. Like, she's just such a hard ass that I'm like, don't make me like defend Raquel against you, I, but I like know. she can't defend herself. So I'm like, it's so one sided that, that's exactly how I felt the entire Raquel performance. I almost yeah. feel like she wasn't allowed on stage very long because Andy's like, I am getting nothing from you. It's yeah. like a brick wall that barely has learned to talk. Yeah. <laughs> She's saying just words that every, like sentences that just people know. I am starting to accept the consequences of my actions. Andy's like, what the hell? <laughs> That's what we brought you out to say? There is no, there's no entertainment value, which ultimately, you know, this is a show. Yeah. It, there, Raquel is not entertaining in any way. She can't speak for herself. She can't think on her feet. Yeah. Th- that, those lines that she said were probably rehearsed. Yeah. That's the lines that she can get out. For sure. So I feel like they were just like, okay, let's wrap this Raquel shit up. She is bringing nothing. Get Sheena back out here. Totally. Um, then they bring up the like Schwartz stuff. And oh, Schwartz is like, can I say something? He's like, is that what I look like? Because in my mind, I'm sexy casanova undertones and when i saw that it turned my life upside down a little bit of levity i was like oh, okay i'll take it i like that little schwartz moment i like that he admitted that their kiss was um disgusting totally. and then katie goes um it was like a father and daughter kissing disgusting and schwartz goes come on katie and he's he laughs like, cool it yeah, cool and, katie. and he's like and he's like why didn't you respect that boundary that katie had put in about like not like hooking up with friends and he's like maybe it was a technicality because technically they weren't friends at the time and he's like oh i'm just kidding and then and then he goes yeah and then he goes he goes like i'll fucking kill you yeah seriously and then he goes oh no no there was a little bit of chemistry there like you have to admit there was a spark of chemistry or whatever he has since admitted i just listened on the jackson britney thing he said him and raquel had absolutely no chemistry (laughs) ever so he tries to blame it on that and then katie says a very iconic line yeah you say it. <laughs> <laughs> She's a cunt and you're a drunk. She said it doesn't get, it's it's just that simple. Yeah. That's 
Oh, Katie, you brought it. <laughs> that was amazing. Katie got so sidelined in this reunion because it doesn't get to be about the Raquel and Schwartz thing because the magnitude of what happened, um, you know, apart from that is so much greater. But I'm glad Katie got that beautiful line off. And, you know, she got to shine a little bit. Right. Um, and Raquel admits, true or not, that Schwartz was someone I was curious to make out with since the beginning. Curious to make out with since the beginning. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. After she had slept with Sandoval at that point. Right. Um, and then Ariana says, um, she said that she had closed the door on Schwartz. And Ariana says, closed the door on Schwartz and opened it to my fucking boyfriend, you fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Ariana, just like, wow, she was so fired up. Yeah. Um, they also, Andy, like, uh, you know, one of the most heart-wrenching scenes for me this season was Terry openly talking to Raquel about how hurt it is. It makes Katie to see Schwartz, you know, yeah. kissing other people and she's still not over or whatever. And Andy brings that up. He's like, I was... I was like, I was kind of baffled that you continued your shorts journey after that Terry talk. And yeah. that's when she says, well, I did close the door um, <laughs> then. And then it was Schwartz who instigated that make out in Cancun. Right. It's like, I, that's not what I saw. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah. James says that corner of the room is incesty, dirty and weird, which is true. But yeah. Um, and then, but he's not safe because they are about to role play on James, his history of cheating montage, which I'm sure he was not too pleased about. And they included the Logan rumor, which they didn't really get into, but I love that they threw that one in there too. Just yeah, to that's a part of his him off. Yeah, that's a part of his cheating and montage. And then Allie is in the trailer with Sheena and Brock and it's like, uh, like what is what are they talking about? And Sheena's like, he, you know, there was a lot of uh, cheating allegations or whatever back in the day. And Allie's like, but not recently. Yeah. And she's like, oh no no, like a really long time ago. Allie in the trailer thought she legitimately just watched it that James was being outed for like affairs that were happening right yeah. now in their relationship. Yeah, she was like, please clarify, please confirm. <laughs> yeah. um, and then uh, Raquel's like voice is shaking. Oh yeah, and she's like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, and she's trying to yet again stick up for herself by bringing up that Lala and James had an inappropriate relationship while she was with Raquel. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if it was this part or another where she was like, you never had any respect for me at that time. And Lala's like, and I still don't. I know. Um, she said that she thinks that she never liked her because Lala liked getting attention from James. And then he had a girlfriend who she was against from the start, which honestly is valid. Oh, okay. I think. Uh, but Lala says she is truly insane. Yeah. She and says, then she says, my love, I think you need to get mentally evaluated. You're truly insane. And then Raquel's like, um, don't worry. I am getting mentally evaluated <laughs> as if that's like a comeback. Uh, don't you worry. <laughs> that process has started. I'm being mentally evaluated now, and I will be for the next three months. Don't worry, Lala. Don't worry. I'm being taken away in an ambulance. <laughs> Don't worry. They're checking me out. 
<laughs> I've started the process on mental evaluation. Medical <laughs> professionals are very concerned. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> like the ultimate comeback. Yes, I have started what you just said. Um, so I'm funny. hearing. I'm hearing from my little birdies, our little turtle cuties, that Raquel might be out in the wild again. <gasps> really? She might be out of the facility. Oh, wow. Mentally evaluated, they said, you are okay. good to be free upon this world. I'm scared. <laughs> Me too. Raquel, I, Raquel, don't come back to LA for at least a little bit, yeah, right? like a year. We can't see you at that nail salon and have a TMZ no. interview right now. You would get the world fired up. It's too early. Yeah. Raquel, Fresh stay, off of the reunion. stay in Tucson for at least a month. Yeah. Definitely. But I'm, I'm, you know, do you think the mental evaluation was just like A plus? <laughs> well, I hope they uh, came up with something that they can work with and help her because there's yeah. something going on. So I'll, I'll, I'm going to disagree with you a little bit just um, because I didn't. I think Raquel had that theory about um, the James attention or whatever. Lala was actually pretty dismissive of James's attention when he was blasting her with it mm-hmm. with Raquel, especially in that Big Bear trip. That La- Big Bear trip is insane. It's one of my favorite <laughs> moments in history. Isn't that when um, she goes like, so are we friends or mo- anymore or not? And he goes, uh, nah. nah. Yeah, James is on 12 out of 10. No one else is partying like him, and he's the drunkest he's ever been, just causing pure chaos in Rob's Big Bear cabin. We should go to that Big Bear cabin. I want to go outside of it. That's also Jax's almost drowning. Yes. Happens there. I forget what else. They go on a boat. That was really fun. But him and Lala, per the clip that they showed, were being actively inappropriate on that trip. Like, for any normal girlfriend, yeah. you would be like, what the fuck yeah. is going on Under here? the blankets giggling. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah I know. but She I... did not treat Raquel well historically. Oh, you're right. Okay. I bitch. I would draw my... Bitch. Okay. I mean, you're allowed to have your opinion. I just think any normal girlfriend who had... Like, if she did that in front of Allie, Allie would be like, excuse me. Yeah. I th- what I the fuck so. is this? Maybe I'm just misremembering and I didn't watch those clips well enough, but I... I I did think Lala was like, hey, James, chill on me for a second. Like, please. Like, can you stop giving me? But there was the giggling under the blankets. Yeah, and they, like, shower together in bathing suits. Like, what? (laughs) Anyways. Yeah, you're probably... Okay, you're right. So Raquel (laughs) Raquel gets one off. She says it very slow and labored. And they literally fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. You're right. You're right. Which is... Should be such a smoking gun. Like, for any, like, adept, like... Uh, debater yes that's what i'm saying uh the fact that she literally had sex with her while she knew they were together like for any if lala had that ammunition in reverse it would be insane you're you're right you're right Uh, a a part of my reservation about that is because raquel just fumbles even the little moments she can get a win she can't even she can't get a win off because she can't say anything she can't articulate herself at all her last chance before all of this was in havasu where she tries to bring it up and it just goes so wrong and you know now it's too late Mm -hmm. you just can't talk anymore but um James gets all pissed off. He's like, why do we have to keep talking about five seasons ago when we have so much to talk about now? Can we drop it? He's like, I'm just that entertaining, right? And Lisa's like, not really. No, stop it. Zip it. And he goes, but I am. Yeah. He says, yes, I am, Lisa. I'm going to keep being entertaining. He also, Andy, I, did we, did I, did we, did I forget this? But Andy says, do you, will you now confirm that you cheated on Raquel multiple times with hope and whatever he goes, yeah. not going to do it. No, no. no. 
No, he's he's, he's not. Like, I've said my piece on that. Like like that hope thing didn't happen. All and, that or when, shit happened. Or, or when the person brought him the clothes to With, a show in front of Raquel, just like here's your underwear back. He, yeah. Do you wish he would have? I know he can't in this reunion yeah. because then it would change the dynamic yeah. completely. But... I mean, if anything, I'm hoping that it gets saved for later yeah. and we can revisit because as we've learned, uh, the truth is always revealed. Um, if you think it happened, it did. Uh, yes. If there's evidence that points in a certain direction, it's true. It, it, yeah. Like Miami girl is now all bets are off. I know. Like any denial that you have You're about right. a situation now is to be believed You're because right. It's always true. That means Kristen had sex with her trainer. Yeah. I mean, Every- for sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure she would admit that. Uh, yeah. I think I think you're right. Um, um, yeah. They go over the Archella joke. Um, he gets all fired up and is like, how dare you make fun of my career, blah, blah, blah. And Andy, yet again, interjecting, says about Schwartz, he's already apologized 85,000 000- times times you should apologize for throwing a drink in his face i don't agree with andy there <laughs> you love that drink throw right <laughs> yes but i like what Schwartz said he goes he goes i don't mind the beer pour it was a little over the top i'll admit but i really didn't like when you started ripping into my life and then they show that iconic torrent of insults yeah. poop hole village rock and miley shite hole <laughs> bar <laughs> i wonder i wrote down do you think katie still loves her engagement or do you think it's like soured james like put a little put a little negative light on it like do you think when she watches it she's like actually that was really sweet like i like the way he did it because my friend um is watching from the beginning right now for the first time and she just got to their engagement and she said that she cried oh wait i know i i loved that engagement yeah. when i saw it because schwartz never does out. anything romantic yeah you know so it was so sweet i thought that was a beautiful engagement but then i didn't know it was rock and riley's you know right. and obviously with james's in comparison it looks lame but no i i loved that engagement is that place still there Rockin' Riley's? I don't know. You're Rockin' Riley. I know. That's what they call me. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? We should go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm um, down. Well, um, well, one thing I just wanted to say before we get out of this James moment, or yeah. we're probably still in James, but James really got to got to go or come out of this unscathed despite a lot of huge attacks on his character. Yeah. Multiple cheating on Raquel. The admission that Lala and him cheated. That was this season. Yeah. He gets to come away unscathed. Yeah. The slapping ass and jumping from the rafters Never of Atlantic City. Again. Seriously, if this would have been another season, James would be in the doghouse totally. barking. Yeah. Right? <laughs> He'd be barking with the other dogs. because. But he just got so lucky that this season yeah. just was overshadowed by yeah. Scandaval completely. Totally. James... I mean, I want to go to your first house uh, warming party. Yeah. Obviously, I'm going to jump in your pool and do a cannonball. And if you'll let me do a beer bong, that'd be so fun. <laughs> but you were a little stinker this season, and yeah. you got you got lucky, my man. Totally. Um, I'm just looking ahead at how many pages of notes I have left, well, do, and I do need it? to call a uh, oh a certified turtle piss. You do? Okay. <laughs> well, hold on, everybody. Let's let's all and. Now we want our audience to take a piss as well. So you guys all Join us. take a piss. We're going to piss together. It's going to be awesome. Okay, don't, go take one. Well, We're back. Well, that felt good, right? <laughs> yeah, I just needed to make sure that um, I wasn't wiggling in my seat uh, so that if we need to go over three hours, we can. <laughs> oh, do you think that's possible? 45 more minutes? Oof. 
Maybe. Um, I don't know. Let's see. What do we have here? Okay. Um, the next thing I have is that lighthearted moment, uh, which I think was an addition um, in the pumped up. Allie says that she just discovered that Sheena was the Jonas Brothers pizza girl. Oh, yeah. And that she freaked out and watched it like three times because she's so young that she probably was like eight when that came out. Yeah. That was that was so fun, and Brock and Sheena are loving it. Sheena is so happy and so sweet and fun. That trailer looked like a vibe. Yeah, I wanted to be in there. Totally drinking White Claws, talking to Brock and Allie and I Sheena. Know. Don't you think that you're like actually she's so lucky that she got to just go yes. chill, take a White Claw break, laugh with Allie and Brock, yeah. just have a little bit of fun, and watch the reunion. Watch Raquel <laughs> yeah. get decimated in front of everyone. Seriously, yeah. like just get to relax. Yeah. After, because how long of a day do you think it was? Twelve hours. I think it was. I think we know the timeline because like it was like TMZ was like reporting, but yeah, it was like I think it was less than twelve hours, like a ten-hour day. I, I remember yeah. being really surprised that they were done. Oh, oh yeah, and uh, oh, yeah, I don't want to say how. Well, they else were I leaving know. in daylight. Yeah. So yeah, it was, it was like before a, dark. It was like a ten-hour day, I think. Yeah. Um. So uh, then we kind of already talked about the Abbey. Um. James does an impression of Sandoval dancing, which was actually pretty funny. Yeah. I, I was like, "Good job, James. You came back a little <laughs> bit. That is a good thing you did. Doing." Uh, recreating Sandoval's classic dance. Yeah. What kind of dance is that? Like a lumbering, <laughs> swinging arms? It's like... Kind of dance? It's like, um, yeah, what do you call it? Like a pop and lock. He does yes. like the pop and lock. Do you remember when he got all excited about doing boy <laughs> band dances with uh, Lance Bass? At, oh, yeah. Um, and Lance Jackson's... was like, please kill me. I don't want to be here. Yeah. <laughs> it was just basically Sandoval dancing in front of him for, you know, five minutes. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then... Um, this is when they're talking about how he wasn't nervous at the Abbey or whatever because they weren't fucking at that time, but which is did, a lie. And they did kiss. Yes. And uh, he's trying to justify it and like get off scot-free. And Lisa finally is like, I feel like this episode, Lisa actually came correct and yes. was on the right side of history yes, and that did. we can all let her back in because she... With clarity, once Raquel was in the mix, she could really break this apart and say how fucked up everything was. She evolved over the day. Yeah. Um, and she said, because uh, he's like, Sandoval tries to bring up that like he has friends, like he's friends with people that he's fucked and that he can just be friends because everyone was saying, you've changed the dynamic once you've had sex with Raquel. So you guys hanging out is inappropriate. Whether or not you're fucking at that very time, Lisa says, you had a clandestine pact. <laughs> it's true. It was clandestine. You, when, you, when you think about Ariana and Sandoval, it was clandestine. Yeah. The pact yes. they had. Yes. So Lisa, yeah, she's right about that. Um, and then Schwartz sheds some interesting light. He says, yes. if I may interject, I think I know where the rumor about the open relationship came from. And he says, "There's a room. there used to be a rumor going around the valley that you guys, uh, meaning Ariana and Sandoval, had a threesome with Billy Lee. And then they show like this, <laughs> they show this <laughs> funny scene where it's, well, first of all, Andy's eyes, like, <laughs> or he like completely perks up at the mention of Billy Lee. Like yeah. she's been brought up multiple times, I feel like, on this reunion. And then they, they, they show this clip where Sandoval kisses Billy Lee on the cheek and then it pans and Ariana is watching them with a sort of a curious expression yeah she I looks guess. mad yeah yeah um and then um obviously um lala and ariana hooked up in the back of sandoval's car so that kind of led like 
fed that rumor. Right. Um, and Ariana's like, we've never had a threesome in our entire relationship, which I believe. I, I believe too. And it was like, uh, it was nice for that to be definitively stated. Like I never yeah. knew and it, I, I, the potential of that, I was like, that could have happened. But right. it's interesting to know it, that just never happened. That wasn't a part of the relationship at all. Totally. Um, so um, this reunion was three weeks after the news broke. And Andy was like, uh, where the hell have you been this whole time, yeah, Raquel? <laughs> yeah. Also, she he says, have you guys hung out in the past three weeks? And Sandoval's like, yeah, we've hung out. Yeah. And Ariana's like, I'm going to cut your head off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> How do you want to be killed? Yeah. Um, she needs some alliteration uh, from Stassi. Like, what would Stassi be saying? She'd be like, oh. I'm going to fly to the Tower of London and get a guillotine and put your fingers uh, and cut them each off and then shove them down your throat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wait, Saucy would not would not have held back at all about killing them and about how they should die. Yeah. No one will go to the lengths like Saucy about saying how she would kill them. Yeah, she'd be like, I'm going to go by... Um, the proper uh, rubber bucket like yes. on Breaking Bad and, and dissolve you in acid. Exactly. And then, <laughs> yes. And then bury you in the desert with uh, ants, you know, swarming all around. Yeah, your... but I'll keep your head and put on a tortuga. Yes. <gasps> tortuga so, time. Anyways. Oh, good. We, we, no, you're exactly right. If Stassi was still a cast member, Andy would have let her have one minute where she just says how she would kill them both. Yeah. She would have totally said she would kill them. Totally. Yeah, she'd be like... Uh, I'm going to um, use a Michael Myers knife and stab you um, 30 different times and then play tic-tac-toe with your organs. <sighs> you are so good at these killing uh, <laughs> metaphors. I can't think of one. I'm thinking like uh, I'd punch you so bad in the mouth that it would cause you to bleed and then I'd stab you. You're much better at the killing. <laughs> Maybe me and Stassi should be friends. <sighs> well, I want to be friends too. If you get that first friendship, can you start to slowly integrate me into your friendship? Yeah, I'll get you in with Bo and oh, then we can all hang out. That would be so um, sweet. So then um, Raquel is talking about how she felt seen and heard by Sandoval. Um, she confided personal things to him that she hadn't said to anyone else. Ariana gets fucking fired up. She's like... I guess you couldn't confide in me because like I thought that I was a really good friend yeah. to you and et cetera. And then uh, the uh, closed caption for Raquel said, blows raspberry. Yeah. She goes, she blew the biggest raspberry in the history of television. It's a huge one. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. She just, she has to exhale. There's nothing more to say. Um, Ariana goes on to say, my dog just fucking died. I cried in your fucking arms and you thought I should fuck her boyfriend. You are lower than the fucking lowest of low people. Yes. Which I say makes her a chud. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I was hoping, I was like, are you guys, someone's going to call him a chud, right? <laughs> a, cannib a cannibalistic humanoid underground dweller. Absolutely. But they didn't. For some reason, is Chud not on their radar? I mean, yeah. they are too... It would be like, you fucking Chud fuck bitch fucking Chud whore. Ch chud would have hit so <laughs> hard if one oh, of them said it. If James said it, it would be really funny. How fucking Chud. Chud. You two are Chuds. <laughs> chud with a mustache. Chud with a mustache. He, that would've, he would've, oh my God. If, if he would have gone from Worm to Chud, 
What if they would have said Chud? I feel like you Andy and I... Andy would be like, what? Lisa would be like, Chud. Ch- a cannibalistic humanoid. <laughs> she's pretending she doesn't know about yeah, the Chuds. <laughs> Lisa, you know there are... Uh, she has chud. the key in her pocket to the Chud tunnel. Lisa, we would never say Chuds on this reunion. <laughs> you know all about Chuds, Lisa. You got Chud tunnels Ken's running like, from... I can't believe... <laughs> would ever mention Chuds on the reunion. If oh, I wish they would have dropped a chud. You and I, I feel like we would have to take a two week vacation in Cancun and just because it's oh anyway. Um, so they didn't. She didn't say chud. No, she said dementor. Yeah. So this she went is from, right here. Yeah. I, I'll say she she went for a more known villain villainous. Yeah. Not a chud would have been. It's like we would all be looking Insider at chud. Info, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, she says, you're a fucking psychopath. Yes. A terrifying person to yep. me. Yep. You are a dementor. And then she goes, I know you like Harry Potter. Yes. And it said like, on the subtitles, it said nasally mocking voice. Yeah. So you know. She's that- like, I know that you're a child. I'll put it in your terms. So did she? Did you think she thought she was going to call her dementor, right? And then knew she'd have that harry potter reference uh, reference available yeah right yeah because she didn't she so that's an ironic mention of dementor it's yeah. just to put it into perspective for raquel right do you think raquel was like oh <laughs> like that's the one that hit her so hard <laughs> yeah. yeah she's like i get it now <laughs> yeah i just sent you while we were taking our huge huge pisses someone already did a beautiful mock-up of raquel as a dementor yeah she looked um because when Ariana did that voice of like, I know you like Harry Potter, she kind of gave like a confused uh, yeah. look. Yeah. Like she was like, okay. She's like, <laughs> she's like, I don't read that book. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of pages. <laughs> you think How many are there? Seven? You think she's getting through Half-Blood Prince? 700 pages? Maybe audiobook. <laughs> right? Seriously. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> 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 oh, and then is this? Oh, 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 this is the best. Oh, go for it. You do it. She goes. I hope Charlotte fucking haunts you. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. The power of that. Someone in our live chat said Ariana <laughs> delivers the line of the season tonight, and I knew instantly when she said that 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 was what they were talking about. Yeah. Like, god damn. Yeah. At first, I was like, let Charlotte rest in peace. She doesn't need to be dealing with these hoes out in these streets. But then I thought about it more, and then I thought it was really funny, and I like to imagine my dead cat, Penny, haunting my enemies. And uh, (laughs) if you... The listeners don't know Penny, but the people that do know Penny, she had a very dead look in her eye that only her mother could love. And so if she did haunt my enemies, it would be so scary because she looked so demented um, that it would bring me so much uh, joy to watch that happen. So actually I'm back on board. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. I was confused (laughs) by it because I didn't know if that is how Charlotte's uh, energy should be used or whatever, but Charlotte would love to bark at someone that Ariana hated. Dogs yeah. love protecting their owners. Loyalty so, and also, who grave. knows how Charlotte could divide her time? She could still That's have true. fun, beautiful moments with all of the dogs and cats <laughs> in heaven. Yeah, there's like, we don't know what the space time is in the afterlife. Like, she could do both at once. Who knows? Yeah, she could have a day of haunting and a day of pure bliss with, yeah. with all the other beautiful dogs. I know your beautiful dogs are still very much Earth side, but would you let George haunt people for you i would be so jealous i'm gonna i don't want to cry 
I would want all of his time as a ghost to be spent with me. Uh But every once in a while, (laughs) one day, maybe once a year, he could go do a full-blown meltdown on all of my haters, bark at them. Oh, he would bite. He'd, He'd... They'd be getting bit. He'd become a junkyard dog. Total junkyard dog energy. George (laughs) loves to hate my enemies. He would fight for me to, you know, yeah, forever. So if he spent his time like that, he's Earthside, like you said. He's still Earthside. But (laughs) he could have a little bit of energy dedicated to destroying my haters psychologically. I love that. I loved it. I I mean, Ariana's so, you know, she's just, she's so smart. She's, her and Lala and... James, I'd say by far, are the smartest on the cast or whatever. They are just so cunning and yeah. good with words. They just they're annihilating the other side. Shorts <laughs> is smart too, yeah. but he's he's fumbling and bumbling and sweating and his, yeah. his energy he's is nervous. Out. Yeah, it, they're no match for them. Sandoval and Raquel just cannot fucking bring it. No way. Yeah, no. Um, she says you're a soul sucking individual. To which Rachel. Oh my gosh, I just randomly... I, I can't believe you switched. Switching you switched. It, it was like Ariana's justification for for why she's called yeah. Ra- Rachel, like switched in your brain. Yeah. I had never even thought about calling her Rachel. I know, it's yeah. happened two times. Yeah. Um, she agreed. She's like, you're right. Yeah. I am a soul-sucking individual. Yep. Then oh, Andy asks, are you in love? And Rachel yeah. says yes. Rachel goes first. Rachel... They so this is like I know they asked before they knew this question was coming. They said beforehand we are going to yeah. say it. Yeah, she and goes first. She says yes, and Ariana goes ugly, hideous, rotten, like a moldy piece of fruit, rotten. <sighs> the 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 imagery and the, the the craftiness of the things Ariana is saying are just coming from everywhere. Fruit metaphors. Ghost dogs, <laughs> to Harry Potter references, everything in the world. A classic, see you next Tuesday every once in a while. It's like, Absolutely. damn, she pulled everything in yeah. for us. Yeah, gorgeous. Moldy, moldy fruit, right? <laughs> yeah. Rotten. <laughs> Rotten. Uh, Tom, same question. Are you in love? He goes, I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Yes. And Ariana goes, Grody. <laughs> she also, um, she like, she, she goes, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to laugh at, at him answering this question. She's like, it's hilarious. And what did she say? Delusional. Yeah. yeah. This is delusional. Delusional, delusional and hilarious. And it's true. I felt the same energy because him being like him having to profess his love for Raquel in this environment, the most haunted, horrible, hate-filled room. Yeah. It's like talking about love and especially their love. Yeah. Just, it has no place no. in this world. It's weird that that's the one of the things they agreed to admit. I know. Like, why couldn't they just be like, too soon to tell? Well, yeah, uh, Raquel <laughs> Check says Check back too another day. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's the magic eight yeah. ball. Cannot confirm or deny. <laughs> um, I think that they thought that that would make them more redeemable for some reason, but... They play their cards every hand wrong. Every, every hand was wrong. Um, I mean... Lala supports Ariana by saying, yes, they I love got this. you out of a torture chamber. Thank God they did you a favor. And, and she goes, I'll be honest. I, I'll be honest. <laughs> Life with Sandoval would be fucking torture. She goes, put a bullet in my brain. I 
Lala, that was amazing. She goes, I can't imagine being with you, Sandoval. Put a bullet in my brain. And I did just have to quickly say she does. She did sire a child with Randall Emmett. Uh, So not much of a leg to stand on regarding her taste. Yes. True. (laughs) But yes. True. But if that came out of someone else's mouth, that is the perfect thing to say. I just love that Lala is like, be grateful this happened. Yeah. You not only got Sandoval, this evil person out of your life, but you got two of the most horrendous <laughs> people in one, a two for one out totally. of your life. It's true. A Ariana twofer. should A two for Ariana <laughs> should totally be, feel good that this actually did happen. They're out. Ariana's living her best life. So yeah. I thought that was a powerful Lala moment. I love that. Yeah. Um, oh, and this is when Ariana continues to try and, uh, burn them to dust she says you are nothing she's like you have no thoughts of your own but like she's basically like here is what you should think yes yes like a mantra <laughs> you are dead to everybody yes. now <laughs> yes it's so you are, intense you are nothing and then raquel right raquel has to step out she for leaves. a second that 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 those words enter her brain and now she can only think those thoughts that that ariana placed on her yeah. and she goes i gotta go get a drink of water yeah she goes gets a water they had it ready right away with a straw yeah. which was nice that was really nice um, i'm glad she got some water yeah and then sandoval then is going on about the definition of what makes a mistress. He's like, that means that it's like an ongoing relationship. And then Lisa's like, it's semantics. And he's like, it's not semantics. He also poses it like it's a just asking for clarification. Like it's not a defense of himself. He's going, he's going, wouldn't you classify hypothetically a mistress as an ongoing thing as opposed to what we have, which is a one time and then a month later an affair starts. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is he talking about? Lisa it makes says, no sense. Lisa says, you're splitting hair here my man this yeah. like this is not doing you any good yeah it's so dumb so dumb and then, um, and, and then uh the jacuzzi night is brought up which right yep uh they yeah we're talking about the whole dipped out thing i do love that in retrospect lisa would not let him wiggle his way out of that she's like did she stay yes or no yeah that that was great lisa actually like got to the bottom of that would not let him wiggle out yeah and they say like did you guys have sex that night he says absolutely not which full, we know is a lie. Full, full lie. Yep. Full blown lie. Schwartz set, is advocating again for some reason. I don't know what the hell. He's like, there wasn't any weird sex in the jacuzzi. Right. He was like, it wasn't a hanky panky vibe in there. But they confirmed that he went home that right, night because he had, had to the, take dogs. Care of the dogs. I mean, well, yeah. Katie said you had the dogs that night, so you had to go home. And I'm like, <sighs> I can see Schwartz getting home at like six a.m. Yeah, and unfortunately, there's just poop and pee all over the house. He's totally. like, okay, I'm cleaning this up. Yeah, I, I would. So that's think- not a confirmation. So do you think that Schwartz left before there was hanky panky, or do you think this was one of his major lies? I. I don't, this is like, I could be just charmed and people <laughs> could be so mad at me. I don't think, I think Schwartz is ready to be in his truthful era yeah. now and he doesn't want to be bogged down by Sandoval. So I do think he left and then, but participated in a lie. So that is awful. He he, he admits to participating yeah. in the lie, saying that he stayed over. I think he left or whatever, or even if he's passed on the couch, but I sort of take his word for it that there wasn't sexual stuff going on while he was witnessing it right i hope i hope i mean totally that'd be so bad yeah um 
they talk about um, Sandoval says that he was disappointed that some of his friends, instead of texting him, posted memes instead. <laughs> I know. He's like, come on, guys. Can I get anything in this thing? And they're all like, fuck you. Shut up, bitch. Ariana goes, what the hell did you expect? <laughs> Who would text you after this? Yeah. What, what did you expect from people? I mean, Billy Lee texted him. You know that. And um, uh, who's the jewelry guy? Yeah, uh, Kyle Chan. Kyle Chan texted you. He wants him to buy some rings. That's what he wants. Shorts texted He's you. He's like... Why don't you uh, propose to Raquel and need a ring? <laughs> for real. Oh, I have you... a nice $25,000 ring. And you would get it for $5,000. Yeah. Can you believe $25,000? Yeah. Can you... Who says that? <laughs> oh, oh, the... Um, the sunglasses. Uh, oh, of course. Beverly What's it, Dana? Dana Wilkie. Oh, man. Um, and then Schwartz puts on his Andy hat and is why, like... Why did they... Wait, why, <laughs> hold on. I know. Why did they let him... Why did he want to interject this? Why? It's really weird. It's really weird. It lands like a thud. But then Ariana wants to answer it so he goes um what was it like for during the worst time of your life (laughs) for the entire nation to be behind you and rooting for you and james is like cool story bro what and katie's like why what's wrong with you and james is like what the fuck and then ariana goes to answer the question and she's getting emotional yes and she says it's what kept me going yeah so she turns his sort of like he was he was he was trying to have this like I don't I don't know like isn't it wild that uh-huh. you were personally hurt by us but then the world rallied around you or yeah. something and then she she just turned it into this like powerful beautiful moment about how sad she was and she starts to cry and then you look at Schwartz's face and he's like so bummed that he brought it up he looks devastated <laughs> it like didn't go said, the way that he wanted no <laughs> um yeah she says that um there was like a week and a half where she didn't eat yeah. she lost eight pounds she needed someone to stay over every night because yep. she felt like she needed babysitting fucking finally Sandoval is weeping. Yes. Which again, I'm like, this would have gone a lot better for you if you would have had that emotion up top. But he's been so defensive the whole time that he's just being an asshole. He's sobbing. His head is fully down. He's like breaking down. Yeah, and and I'm just gonna say, I I don't, I don't care who gets mad at me. He's legitimately crying here. The times that he's legitimately crying, he's not a good enough actor to pull off. No, he's like cowering. Yes. it's yes. like these real. are these are real tears, and when Raquel cries later, they're real tears. I'm sorry to dismantle totally. the sociopath <laughs> myth or whatever. No, he totally. is breaking down. He's finally having the reaction that he should have had the entire time, breaking down fully. Totally. And this is when this is when Ariana says, "I can't think of two worse people." Right? She says, They've this, used that clip a lot. She says, "This is gross." Yeah, it's an abomination. You're... Right? Abort it. Abort it. <laughs> It's like it's like they had a devil baby that needs to be aborted. Yeah, Rosemary's baby. Their their love is Rosemary's baby. Yes. Like the, the, their love is a satanic baby that needs to be aborted. Totally. Their baby looks like the eraser head baby. With wait, is eraser head? I'm thinking pinhead. Oh oh wait, oh oh! I know the eraser head baby. Oh yeah. That's what their love looks like. Oh man. Even though I kind of love the eraser head baby. Abort um, it. Abort it it's an abomination uh she said um like when she's crying and saying i can't think of two worse people she goes like what did i do to deserve this and uh tom and raquel are like you don't deserve it and she's like don't fucking tell me i don't deserve it you're still fucking doing it you fucking disgusting fucks 
Yeah, <laughs> she can't. Be- yeah, she can't believe that it's actually still ongoing. I mean, even yeah. though she can believe it, but yeah. And then out of nowhere, James is like, "Um, uh, Raquel, uh, when you say that uh, Ali is uh, a replacement, you watch your mouth because uh, she's an upgrade." <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's like okay, James. Uh, okay, You're that like, was great. Whatever. <laughs> um, and then they get into Sandoval being. Dressing as Raquel for Halloween. This is the first LVP is hearing of this. She goes, wait a minute. You dressed as her for Halloween after you had already slept together? That is macabre. It's bizarre. You know Lisa loves to get a macabre off. Isn't Absolutely. this the second time she said macabre? Yes. She said that um, him pushing Schwartz on Raquel after they had already slept together was macabre. So we don't say macabre? Macabre? Well... Macabre. <laughs> macabre, joie de vivre. I think macabre. I say macabre, but... Macabre, bizarre. <laughs> She's, she, she is stunned by the Halloween costume thing. Stunned. Absolutely. Um, they then talk about the lightning bolt necklace. That's another thing that Raquel said was cringe. Because Lisa goes, why would you do that on camera? It was so provocative. You're acting out some sort of a weird charade. I love her language. I know. I know. She was she was popping off. This this was this had a lot of good Lisa uh, sayings. Totally, for sure. she was so befuddled she by this really shit. Was. She um, Raquel said that that necklace was significant to who uh, Sandoval became in her life. Okay, so I was always so dismissive of this stupid lightning bolt theory, but there's some truth to it. She bought it because she wanted to have this symbol for. Sandoval, I thought that was too convenient to even be true, and it's real. Yeah. Um, Lisa says it was one of the most mind-boggling, gobsmacking, astounding pieces of film she's ever seen. It, I, and she, she meant the lightning bolt shopping, or did she mean the conversation with Ariana about the intimacy? I don't think she could mean the lightning bolt shopping, right? Did they come back to that? I I think they might have said... I I, I was confused as to which which was (laughs) the groundbreaking piece of cinema, gobsmacking piece of cinema. Because, yeah, I feel like that is true about the uh, sex convo more than the lightning bolt. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll have to put a pin in that one. I don't know if she was actually referring to the necklace shopping with that. Right, (laughs) right. I hope not. Yeah, that would be whack. um, Sandoval is kind of like bullshitting like we tried to rectify this and pretend it didn't happen we didn't want to hurt anybody blah 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 Mm -hmm. Andy asks Ariana about her eggs they're frozen not fertilized luckily Um, Ariana says I don't want that DNA with mine and then Lisa goes save them save them save those (laughs) eggs she's so pro uh, baby yeah Uh, save those eggs which uh, we don't really talk Kardashians on this, but on the new episode of Kardashians, Courtney says that her eggs didn't survive the thaw. No. Did you know that's something we need to be worried about out in these streets? No. You can freeze your eggs and think you're good to go, and then it. you thaw them, and they don't make it through. Oh, I had no idea. So, Ariana, think about that. But, but she got so many eggs that she'll be fine. She got like... Yeah, like 25 lot. eggs yeah. or something. And also, I don't think she wants kids. Anyways. Yeah. Um, Good thing, though, that like, what if like the guy was just about to inject oh my to- God. Tom's sperm? Yeah, they're all them, swimming around it, in there. They were like, they got through half of the <laughs> eggs with his, they, were, they had the little hypodermic needle. And he they was going to poke it through a sheet. 
What are you talking <laughs> like about? Oh, right. So they can't see it actually D. happen, just like our B12 shots. Yeah. But, and then they got to the last one, and Ariana was like, stop the fertilization. Do you think that happened? <laughs> yeah. Andy called. Stop it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah. <laughs> Abort it. They actually had just fertilized one egg. So there's one chance. Oh. For a Sandoval Maddox oh, and someone floater. Got, and someone stole it to create that baby. It's like a Mission Impossible. They have to, they have to go on a mission to find this little test tube baby before it's too late. And what would be their re- rationale for wanting to see this baby be born? <laughs> Diabolical. Evil. Demented. Subhuman. Only two total weirdos would ever want that. Um. <laughs> you like see me. I have like a test tube and I like move it behind. <laughs> Do not watch the YouTube. Let's cut that scene out. Um, okay. This is the most fucked up part of the yes, whole thing. Go for it. It's so fucked. I literally almost cried because I was so upset. I was like... I try and give a little bit of benefit of the doubt when I can. I know. You're good about it. And I am too. I try too. (laughs) And all the cards are off the table. Fuck Sandoval. I'm so sick. He said, Andy says, did you, have you slept with anyone since you first slept with Raquel? He says, no. Then Ariana goes, you know who he has slept with since he uh, slept with Raquel? Me. Right. Uh, Which is so fucked up. Yep. Then he goes, yeah, she left her T-shirt on. It was really hot. <laughs> they show Andy's face. He's oh. like... <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. He's like, oh my fucking god. Like It looks like he saw a car crash. He's like, no. Yes, exactly. Like, he's like, not that... And then Lala goes, you're such a fucking dick, you asshole. And Lisa's like, low blow. It's like quiet after that. They're (laughs) stunned. They're stunned that he said that. Why? Why? What the fuck is wrong with you? He he wanted to get a dig in. He wanted to to negate the fact that they had sex post Raquel by saying that it it wasn't sexually satisfying to him. (laughs) That is... Honestly, somehow to me, like a worse betrayal than anything because 
that is so like outside of the bounds of like any respect like that's so fucking rude first of all right it's rude to say that second of all it's like Keep my fucking private shit out of I know, your mouth. That I wore a t-shirt when we had like go had sex. fuck yourself. Yeah, for real. And it's like cool. Thanks. Like hit me while I'm down. This whole conversation is about how you like are have been secretly fucking someone else this whole time, yes. and then you go like, well, like you weren't trying to be hot. Also, right, right, right. And it, and it wasn't even like a defense. It was just like a low blow he wanted to throw out there because it doesn't add anything to his case, really. No, it makes just, him look terrible. Yeah, awful. Like so bad. So he only wants to have fully naked sex. <laughs> I guess so. On mushrooms while hang gliding. <laughs> you can't. There can't be any clothing for it not to be the hottest sex. I guess so. Um, that was absolutely fucked. Yeah. Uh, Sheena wanted to throw her white claw at the t- TV. In I the mean, trailer. everyone at Junkyard Dog booed. It was yeah. silent on, on the actual, you know, in the room Schwartz where they were watching. Schwartz has his head in his hands. Schwartz gave up. He was like, oh, man, it can't get worse than this. Why would you ever say that? I think, I think Sandoval goes, sorry, man. And then, and then, and then, and then, yeah, Schwartz is like just dead. Like the battery just got taken out of his back. He's just on the floor looking down. He's like, what the hell side am I on right now? Yeah. He had to sit between these two people. Totally. And like the entire reunion, Schwartz's like foot is like tapping. Like he's so nervous. And so. Do you think that Zanny kicked in? Hopefully. I mean. I would have needed one too, quite honestly. Yeah. Um, and then we get to the Raquel Rachel conversation where uh-huh. this was interesting. I thought she said she changed it in first grade, which that's validating that she wasn't like some psychopath that changed it. You think it's a lie? No, no, no. no. But I, I was wondering, she goes, my family still calls me Rachel, but all my friends call me <laughs> Raquel. But usually if you would have changed your name in, in first grade, grade and all your friends are calling you that, I feel like your family would start to adapt to it. Right. One name would start to override and you wouldn't just have two distinct names with two different people. I mean, maybe, I guess. Yeah. Maybe. It is I, weird. Yeah. But um, but I was like, wow, I didn't know it was that old. Of yeah. A- yeah. It's, it's definitely better than she just like got to Hollywood and wanted to. Right. You know, pseudonym or whatever. Right. Um, and then she goes, calling someone um, outside of their name that they prefer is like a show of disrespect. Lala would know. And she goes, Lala's a nickname, you moron. And then she's like, Raquel is a nickname. And I'm like, it is, um, Lala makes more sense as a nickname because it's like a true nickname, not an alternate name. Like yes. it's like JoJo or like yes. KJ yes. or like yeah. whatever. So, I see the difference, but Lala was technically wrong because she goes, I didn't legally change my name and you did. And she's like, I didn't legally change my name, which is true because on the legal documents it says Rachel. Right. I know. So. But then Lala just like, I mean, she's like, like, never mind. It's fuck just, off. Who yeah, cares? Yeah, it's just like, it's just like, you know what you mean? Give up. Like it's just, it's just dumb. And that, that was a prepackaged thing that uh, Raquel thought would hit really hard right. saying that Lala has also changed her name or whatever. It just, yeah. sucked. I mean, she's just not good at it. Again, yeah. with the proper ammunition, maybe, uh, or the Could proper have been delivery service. Right. But, Could have been wielded by somebody better. Um, they talk about how Sandoval told his mom. He said she was extremely surprised and said, this is not good. <laughs> not good. Not good, my boy. Not uh, good. I, as your mom, officially declare this not good. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. Uh, Andy goes, what do they think of her? And Ariana goes, she's a whore. And then Sandoval goes, yeah, they, they said she's a whore. His, 
<laughs> his one actually funny moment the entire it was thing it's very funny to imagine he, he goes he goes he, sandoval goes yeah yeah they said she's a whore which it was it was pretty good comic timing you gotta give yeah. him credit there he got one funny moment the entire time it was funny um but then he keeps saying they're standing by that uh his mom only met Raquel in Los Angeles because right. he doesn't want to um, have the timeline be distorted that yeah. he actually brought Raquel to St. Louis. Right. And that's when you can tell place. he's lying. Cause he goes like, um, yeah, like at like gigs, like and, 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 yeah, shorts and Sandy's he says. Yeah. Um, so then this is where he admits, um, that uh, their full-on relationship started yep. in January. Schwartz confirms and says that's when he first mentioned L-O-V-E. Yep. <laughs> L-O-V-E. And then Angie goes, where do you think you guys will be in a year? And I think this is when Raquel says, too soon to tell. Right. But then <laughs> James goes, in a poop house. In a house made of fucking dog shit. A poopy, stinky poop house. <laughs> And then Sandoval is even kind of laughing. He's like, I would like to see that. And he goes, you're used to living in shit, aren't you? Creeper, poo-poo head. Both of you, poo-poo heads. <laughs> Truly yeah. threw me for a loop. I was like, I had to rewind it like 40 times to write it down correctly. Did, did he get exhausted of the insults he wanted to say? <laughs> or, or, or or what do you think? <laughs> I just, a, first of all, what is a poop house? What is a poopy, stinky well, you know, poop house? I'll, I'll, I'll take, <laughs> if you would have said, in a fucking house made of dog shit, that would have been the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. That is great. Yeah. That's perfect. But he, he had to get there with poop house, which doesn't make sense. And, and Ariana goes, poop house. And Andy goes, enough with the poop house. Lisa can't stand it. A poopy, She's, stinky poop house. <laughs> So he, he he got to a good level. He goes, in a poop house, in a fucking house made of dog shit. That hits hard. That's great. But then he goes, stinky poop, 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 poo. And it's just like, okay, it just devolves completely. <laughs> it's so funny, Yeah, though. it is really silly. Um, so then um, they bring up, like, what Schwartz said when he found out. He said that he thought this information, this secret, was combustive and nuclear um and ariana she corrects him multiple times throughout this where he describes it as humiliating for her and she goes i am not humiliated they are humiliated and she says that she's glad it was nuclear because it's what they deserved and uh then lala starts going on about how she loves ariana dearly and uh sandoval goes you don't love Ariana dearly and she goes I do love her dearly enough to eat her cookie in the back of your car which is a callback yep um but I get how again I'm not trying to be like anti-Lala I just feel like people can never get a word in so I feel like I need to like retroactively like call her out no you're right but I'm like yeah since when are you guys so close also season nine like I you know I hesitate to bring it up but we have to because we're journalists but season nine at the end of it uh uh, Lala and Ariana like hated each other. Yeah. Lala calls Ariana a troll and right. it makes fun of her. I was born fucking cool. Yeah. That's where that came from. Yeah, her. and makes fun of um like how Ariana talks and Ariana yeah. makes fun of Lala. Like they they were like not good totally. at the end of season nine. And yeah. it feels like they repaired their friendship, but they're not like ride or die best no. friends. And yeah, Sandoval calls Lala a bandwagon writer, um, which 
I hate to say it, but I kind of agree that it seems like, so she's now best friends with Randall's ex-wife. She's very close with Oliver's ex-wife. Now she's very close with Ariana. And I'm like, it really does seem like she's like scorned women's club, first wives club, like prefers people once they've been hurt. Yeah. Or like broken down. Yeah. I, um, you know, you hate to give Sandoval credit, but you know, 10% of the bandwagon writer comment hits yeah. hard for me. I mean, right. Cause he's like, I was there before and you weren't there. Yeah. So like he, he that's knows, valid. he knows Ariana and Lala's relationship. I assume better than us. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah give it, give him, I mean, not a point. I'm not going to no. give him a full point, maybe a 10th of a point for that. <laughs> sure. He got one little dart out. Yeah. But she doesn't care. So it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter um, at all. They take a, I guess, is this when Raquel leaves? Raquel ends it on, I'll I'll just say it. She finally says something profound. She (laughs) was able to bring all of the power of her brain, and it culminated in one of the most (gasps) powerful. Was that Charlotte the dog trying to end our podcast? That was so scary. Our podcast, the, it, it's okay. It, it's just, it was I the I guess end we've of just surpassed our longest time ever because, right? Yeah, we're keeping that in, by the way. <laughs> it, it was right as I was going to say. I, I got shocked. <laughs> and we it's really the dumbest. are going to surpass three hours, huh? It's the dumbest moment. Well, yeah, it was all that. I was just saying, she goes, I now realize how much my actions affect other people. Yeah. I have to go now. Goodbye. <laughs> okay, standing up. It's like, damn Raquel yeah god damn yeah she kept um saying I think she said multiple times that she historically has been such a people pleaser that then when she tried to no longer people please she could only please herself yeah it's I I guess yeah (laughs) I I have no clue but the fact that that's how she like left us and left the world that was her final note i just learned now that what i do affects people (laughs) or could potentially affect people like damn it's like a kindergarten lesson oh my god and that's what she just okay goodbye sheena's coming back now yeah and then um ariana goes go give go give her a kiss she loves those little rat kisses i like that <laughs> those little rat kisses Ooh, go kiss each other let me just oh, oh your volume is actually good you, okay. were, you were you were barely registering and then you you're you're hitting now <laughs> that uh that ghostly uh <laughs> interlude woke me up okay yes a little oh and then we get oof. i i didn't like seeing this hanging out backstage disgusting he goes sandoval says i I thought you did really good, way better than me. And Raquel then goes, I don't know. I wasn't goes, that good out there. You have stuff on your face and starts like lovingly like wiping like cobwebs or whatever were on his face, which is so offensive. I'm like, no one wants to watch this footage. Yeah. And why Please do you have stop. cobwebs all in his hair? <laughs> no. And then she, she says, I don't want to be a person that hurts other people being portrayed like this. And he goes, I know. He goes, that really sucks, dude. He goes, People think we're the most evilest people. <laughs> like, what happened to them? They can't speak anymore? I thought Tom Sandoval was at least mildly intelligent. Right. He's, like, lost it. No, evilist? they've lost it in there. She goes, that line that James said about Allie yeah. being an upgrade really got me. And she was like, honestly, right now, she is an upgrade. And they both are like, ha, 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 
guys are so desperate to yes. like have a laugh that yes. you are coming off truly deranged. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. It was like you guys are so desperate to have any sort of camaraderie or have any sort of fun that you laugh at how awful you guys are yes. also the fact that Raquel was the most hurt or even that that's the thing she's remarking on after a torrent of what Ariana did to her and that's the thing that hits her the hardest is ridiculous right and then the producer comes in and is like you must evacuate the premises <laughs> uh, 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 get her out of here 100 yards a restraining order yeah so and then they... it was interesting that she decided to change on camera um which uh I saw this online uh her outfit was a two-piece did oh. you see that coming? No. <laughs> a two-piece. Like, like she slid the bottoms off and put sweats on oh. and then she put the top on. I thought it was a dress, but it was two pieces. I didn't know that. Um, And then was this an extra bonus? Um, Lala uh, in the in-between yeah. asks Ariana. She's like, let me just posit this scenario. If Sandoval would have told you I'm having feelings for Raquel I'm just having inappropriate feelings. I'm starting to lean into something that might be bad. Like, what do I do? Yeah. Ariana says, I would have said either we're done right now or you never see her again, which do you think that's true? Do you think that's what she would have said? I think so. I, I mean, I think that if you found out that your significant other was having feelings for someone in the friend group, I don't think you would want them around. I yeah. think you would just have to make the, the call there. And um, yeah, I thought that was a good, insightful question from Lala, and I was yeah. glad to hear it. Yeah. And she said, I would have been mad. Yeah. Like, I would have been mad, but not obviously as not upset. nearly as mad. Yeah. But no one would have ever done that. Like, that's a nice hypothetical scenario, but totally. no one could have ever ever done that totally but i liked seeing that moment and then we got another huge moment in the pumped up version i cannot believe they didn't want that in i know in the bravo edition totally lisa says my boy sandy <laughs> i got a restaurant with you buddy and you are not coming off good can you please just maybe pump up the emotion a little bit and appear yeah sad she's like i know you love these people and i know you're sad but it is not reading well yeah so can like just yeah, she's like, we've seen you angry, we've seen you defensive, we've seen you, like, beat down, but we need to see you being sad and apologetic and crying, basically. Like, please. And he is crying here. Yeah. He's, like, sobbing. He's she's sobbing. like, at least try. And then with, you know, true emotion, he's really upset. He goes, I wish... I wish, I wish I could have a real conversation with Ariana, but I can't. And then LVP is like seriously crying. Mm -hmm. She's like so upset for him. And he's like, I'm not a serial killer, dude. I'm not a serial killer, dude. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, he takes that pep talk to heart. I mean, mm -hmm. Andy, like, oh, I'm, we won't get there. But are we there yet? No. It's at the very Soon. end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the only thing in between is... Um, they show uh, Raquel. It's like um, Sheena comes back. Oh, right, right, right. Um, I love it Raquel, when Sheena was back. they do a little montage of her crying about being too old for pageants. Yes. So it's like you cried multiple times about no longer being able to do pageants, but we haven't seen you cry about this. And, and, and they show her. She's breaking down <laughs> twice about the pageants yeah. and didn't shed one tear about this. Yeah. That was a great Peter got edit. a little appearance because they have that horrible date where she cries about the pageants and he's like, oh. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sheena says, uh, Andy says, are you guys going to have another baby? Lisa's like, you must have another one of those. Yeah. And Sheena goes, no time soon. Yep. So we'll see about that. James uh, says that he's certain that Imagine Fest will hire him back again. He's certain. 
Certain. It's probably happening. Yep. Schwartz says there's a 5% chance of him getting married again, but probably not. I, I fully believe that. Yeah. I, like, do not He think. never wanted to in the first place. Yeah, he's never going to get married it again. It was an ultimatum-based he, he gets marriage. very introspective. He goes, I'm going to love a lot. I'm going to live a happy life. <laughs> and then what else does he say? And I'm going to die as an old man. No, <laughs> yeah. But he gets, he gets pretty, back. like, he gets pretty, like, <laughs> philosophical yeah. about his life. Yeah, uh, Katie says that she would maybe get married again, but probably wouldn't have a wedding. Yeah, uh, she says she does not have a dying wish to be a mother. Yeah, um, she says that she can just be a cool aunt, and that um, maybe she'll travel the globe and like fuck a new guy every month. And Lisa Vanderpump says, "Sounds like a lot of work." And <laughs> she's like, "It sounds awesome." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that. Ver- I like that vision for Katie. It's kind. Of, it kind of made me sad a little bit. I like just because we haven't talked. Like this was the divorce season between Schwartz and Katie yeah and it didn't get talked about enough at the reunion you know this is like the disillusion so them talking about their separate lives I know that they were the worst couple in in history but still it was kind of sad that they are just like so removed from each other now that they're not in each other's lives and he really spoiled the ground you know between them and yeah just them having these separate visions for life kind of did make me sad a little bit I don't know why yeah and after seeing him at pride and like just being around like the gaggle of girls I was like oh actually he's never gonna grow up like again I want to give him benefit of the doubt because I'm like what if he did meet someone that is also cool and like a better fit for him that they fight less and have a better relationship maybe he could learn from his previous relationship right and it's like in actuality like He's probably just going to like be with party girls yeah. for like a long time. Getting that glimpse that we got of what his life is like when he's just out in the wild made me a little worried for him. Yeah. Kind of, it was a little odd. Totally. Unfortunately. Um, yeah. So then um, this is where Sandoval is sobbing. He goes for it. He said, uh, which I, he's legitimately sobbing, but totally. he takes Lisa's note to heart, her advice to heart. I'm not going to be so uh pessimistic yeah. advice yeah and he breaks down crying he says i fucked up i'm human i made a mistake i will always love you he's you know bawling crying yeah bawling. i will always love you and i will always be cheering you on from afar sad i mean totally made me it made me sad yeah he I, said that he's he hurt somebody that he has never loved more in his entire life and you can tell if you look very closely, that she believes him. Yes. You know? Yes. Like yes. she's keeping a stoned stone face, but you can tell that there's like a glimmer in her eye of like that he got through to her a tiny bit. Yes. My wish though, my wish, and I know it's not up to me and it's fully Ariana, you know, and I want whatever she wanted out of that reunion, but as a viewer and as a fan and I did. I wish there was one moment where Ariana just looked at Sandoval and spoke to him. I know she said she would never speak to him again, and yeah. I understand, and it's toxic, I'm sure. Yeah. But I, there was never one moment of cross talk between them where they actually spoke to each other one last time. And yeah. I, I understand why. I guess yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. selfish as a viewer, demonic, yeah. Yeah. D- diabolical, subhuman. For, uh, subhuman of me to think <laughs> about this. But I did just wish that his words were directly responded to and they actually did have that one last moment. But she does respond to him, but it's more, it's a general note. Yeah. What she says. Yeah. Um, and then uh, she has her uh, closing remarks she says she thanks the group by name she lists everyone uh she's like and lisa 
and you to Andy. Yeah, no. She didn't include Sandoval. <laughs> right. Um, for their support. Uh, and she goes, uh, I will not forgive him and I will not be cheering him on from afar. And he, he, he sort of nods. He's he's in tears, but he nods. He's yeah. you you understand that's the case, yeah. right? She's she not at least re- you know, she said like I uh do not accept, but she didn't dig in again. She kind of you know, she said, I won't be cheering for you, but she left it at that. She didn't get into the flowery yeah, she was, devil language. <laughs> she was done. Yeah. She had spent every insult known to man at him. I do wish there was that moment, but I understand. Not good for Ariana probably right. to directly talk to him. Yeah. And then uh, Andy sums it all up, right? <laughs> well, Lisa says oh, right. quickly, she says, uh, she wants what you want. She says, uh, in the future, can we... Maybe we can have a little bit of kindness and compassion. Yeah. And Andy's like, people are going to need some time. Yep. I think a little bit of time. And uh, yeah. And then Andy congratulates them on 10 great seasons. This season blew our minds. I mean, he is not wrong. 10 iconic seasons. Then he goes, let's all take our classic photo together that we always take, which I've never seen before ever. No shots. No shots. You see Sandoval. Sandoval's just like in this photo. Like, I really want to see that photo. I know. Sandoval's that close to Ariana, like three people away. Yeah, and he had just been sobbing. Yeah, and and uh, they say, uh, well, James sings the theme song <laughs> yeah, to Yeah, he Banner. walks away and he's like, these are the best <laughs> so- days of our so- lives. Somberly. They say that was the most downbeat ending to a reunion ever. Yeah. No celebration. Yeah. It was sad. It was yeah. like... It's like we had just left a awful place and you're just glad to be done. Yeah, they all go their separate ways. It shows them each like getting in their cars. It doesn't look like they're doing anything after. They're just probably so exhausted. Racing out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Like even I was kind of surprised um Ariana gets in her own car. Yeah. I would assume maybe like her and Katie or her and Lala or like someone would go with her, but no. No. She just went home. Maybe her her fun friends were waiting for her at her house. Um, and then we get six days later. Now, yes. And I'm just going to say up front, this bombshell <laughs> was a bombshell for me. Yeah. I know that people already were, were skeptical of the timeline. I know people knew that they were more devious than we ever even assumed. But just hearing Raquel lay out that this was a lie that they had concocted together and Every detail of it was a lie. That whole reunion was basically bullshit. Yeah. Do you think her producer, the one that coaxed all of these truths out of her, got a little bonus? He killed it. (laughs) Andy, she lied to Andy. Yeah. Andy couldn't get it out of her. Yeah. uh, His one-on-one, yeah. The producer got it. She felt so bad. Well, she must have been so broken down over that following week where, like, everyone was just, like, railing into her. Exactly right. Um, yeah, she was like, I don't want to lie anymore. It's also probably hard to keep a bunch of lies. Sandoval's good at it. Uh, well, no, he kind of sucks at it. <laughs> but Raquel's a liar. Sandoval's a liar. He really is now. We found out he's one of the worst liars in history. Uh, even I didn't think he lied this much. Yeah. This bad. Totally. Awful. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll just go into the points quickly. It's basically yeah. just bam, bam, bam. 
They fucked in August. The one-night stand was not a one-night stand. They fucked in Mexico twice. He was stumbling around <laughs> drunkenly looking for the elevator, going, Raquel, Raquel. And then she goes, come in here, big boy, and let's fuck at Sheena's wedding. Disgrace. I, I could picture it perfectly because, as I've mentioned a million times, I uh, went to a very similar resort oh, right, uh, right. in February. You don't know where the hell you are. And it's so confusing. The hallways are, like, haunted, and every, like, wing of the hotel looks exactly the same so if i was fucked up like him i would be lost as well um but it's so funny that she heard him and uh he was like talking to the staff at the hotel and was like where does the elevator and she goes sorry sir he's really drunk yeah <laughs> come I, on in <laughs> yeah i'm imagining him just like alone drunken stumbling in this cancun resort or whatever yeah and then they had sex and then multiple times mul- multiple 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 okay and then it doesn't end there that there is no gap. Picked up speed after filming. So September on. Uh, she tries to lie about St. Louis. Uh, no, she, first she goes, did you meet his, he, the producer? So, so smart. Yeah. Because have you met her mom? Raquel goes, yeah, yeah, I did. In LA, obviously. I mean, that's the only time we would have met. <laughs> the guy goes, are you sure? <laughs> he goes. He's like, your face. I see your face. He goes, yeah. Are you just going to say it? You were in St. Louis, weren't you? And she goes, I've got the worst poker face. She goes, yes. I can't recall. I can't recall. And he goes, come on. You've already been so good about telling He's the like, truth. He's like, fuck it. Come on. Dude. Cat's out of the bag. <laughs> Who cares? It's awful for you. Just say it. And then they show <laughs> the picture. The photo Where's that photo from? I guess a friend. I asked uh, Megan. I go, mm-hmm. "Where? Wh- when did this photo come out? I was like, damn. this." Yeah. She actually did go to St. Louis. I, I, I guess someone was there or a friend got mm. got, got given that photo or something okay. and just released it like leaked it or okay. something so yeah she's lying we see that the timeline is wrong and she doesn't want to lie anymore but she still continues to try to lie yeah this producer over and over again um she's like a huge part of me wanted to tell her this is when she starts getting upset um and then she says that she was like she said that she proposed a thruple she said i love her and i love him so i was like what if we were all together and what? that sandoval was like no no that's not a thing. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Amy, I- explain this to me. What uh, Raquel's ultimate goal, what she wanted the most, was to just be a part of their relationship in in perpetuity. That is um, giving psycho, actually. Yes. <laughs> That was really odd. I woke up this morning. I go, did I dream that Raquel, when we were at Junkyard Dogs, you can't even focus. I was like, did she say that she wanted to be just a part of a thruple in their relationship? Like that was the best case scenario. Yeah. Like she was like, I could just join your relationship. And the producer was like, like a thruple. And she was like, yeah. That, yeah, that was her goal. And then she was like, it wasn't really in consideration. Like actually it just wasn't really going to happen. And then she's like, he's gonna kill me i hate lying so much like and then they show the ken clip i can't believe the final time of the season maybe uh secrets revealed bonus they wanted to have just one minute before the end of this they just had to show us that clip again because he asks about the jacuzzi night yeah and they 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 give us that full clip everyone cheered at our watch party yeah she glitches out when they ask he goes He's asked me not to disclose. And then she says, I don't have anyone else to talk to. So I can't betray him because he's basically all I have left. And she goes, she starts crying. She goes, this is the one story we've agreed on getting straight. 
she's like so upset and then this is the zinger she goes because it's really a bad look to hook up with someone's boyfriend in their own house when they're out of town for a funeral it's it's awful it 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 is it she well so for me i i got chills i got chills when you just did your hotel because it's just like she entered the room um <laughs> it finally the no emotion and the bullshit that she showed the entire actual reunion right it finally i felt dawned on her that that is what she actually did yeah and it's horrific yeah it is evil all the words that yeah are all the words ariana said actually fit now yeah and i feel like this was the one thing sandoval could not let out because it is so shattering to him as a person yeah i already think he's evil did i think he was this awful (laughs) of a person i did not yeah i really did not think he would cheat on ariana while she was mourning the death of her grandmother i think this whole timeline bullshit and the gap in it is just to make space yeah. for this thing that is the one thing he j- just takes him is a bridge too far for him to admit to yeah it is awful and the fact that it dawns on raquel i was like i was horrified yeah I, I, it's, she just she it's like she it just entered her brain yeah that, that was so evil to even speak yeah yeah, it's like as it's coming out of her mouth. Yes. Uh, and then she says, this has fucking killed my soul. I hate being deceitful. It's horrible. And it's like they're like doing the credits roll yeah. on it. Like leaving us with that haunted image. And it's like, uh, it's like I don't want to feel sorry for her. But like no, I mean, she was so manipulated. Just it's it's true. It, it, it's true. I we I blame Raquel. She gets the the she gets all the insults you want to throw at her. But Tom Sandoval is really the one who manipulated. She is vulnerable. Yeah. She's vulnerable. She we know she can be led astray. Any yeah. of them would admit that. Lala yeah. would admit that. Ariana would admit that. She's easily Lamb manipulated. Lamb to slaughter. Lamb to slaughter. Sandoval t- sent her to the fucking slaughter. He lied about their relationship yeah. with Ariana. He lied about all the timeline. He said he was breaking up with her. All this shit. And he and set her up like she then had to go by herself and try and hold up these lies when she was absolutely I'm surprised she didn't flee then. Yet the reason why she didn't want to be a part of the reunion is probably because she knew that she could not hold up these lies right. under pressure. It's like why did she even go back? Yeah. So this producer is really good. That that producer, <laughs> oh my god, whoever the hell you were, if please listen to this and you you you've killed it. The he way he handled like, it you don't have anything to lose. It, it, he, he, like, why not just say everything? He got her. I mean, Andy Cohen didn't get it. Yeah. He got her. I mean. Where's uh, the Peabody? Give him the Peabody. I mean, they're definitely getting an Emmy, obviously. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I guess I just, I truly, I was naive enough to not realize the depths of horror that Sandoval was able to perpetuate in this whole thing. It's really fucked. I still thought there was something redeemable sorry yeah Um, no it's like yeah it's yeah it's awful and um it's awful and it was an awful actual way to leave the reunion i felt awful yeah i felt like we are still in scandal this didn't resolve it just got worse right i mean we are moving away from it but it it's we're in the shadow of scandal forever because it just 
got even worse for us. Yeah. The details are worse. What do you think? Did they show preview from Secrets Revealed? I'm trying to remember. No, no. but she's like, what the hell are you going to do to us now? Seriously. Ugh. Like, is there going to be like a million little clues that <sighs> didn't make the cut? Sandoval calling Terry a bitch. Oh like, my are God. we really going to have to suffer more? Like, Ugh. yeah, it's it's awful. I mean, yeah. and I don't want to leave like... We have to go, Amy and I. Yeah. I mean, it's we're three hours and twenty minutes. What the hell are we doing? Nobody's even going to listen to this. Three hours and twenty minutes. We're so far beyond the, the the limits that we've set for ourselves. We even had our outro music play during this thing. The ghosts of Charlotte tried to make us stop like twenty minutes ago. You're going in too far, guys. Come back from the brink. Also, another crazy thing: my notebook that it, I used for the first time when we started the podcast is on the last page. That is so wild. I can't even believe it. I, I So I don't want to go out on the horrible note that we left. We were left with, right? Yeah. There is hope. There is right? a future. We saw um, this morning that uh, Lisa Vanderpump is getting a Hulu spinoff Vanderpump called Villa. Vanderpump Villa that we're still confused about whether or not it actually takes place in France or if they were describing Villa Rosa as a French style villa. I think it has to be in France just because it says 10 lucky contestants are going to live with her competing to serve yeah. at uh, be at service of the villa. And I can't imagine 10 people living at Villa Rosa, but yeah. we'll, we'll see. But it was the cast announcement was kind of nice that you and I are the first <laughs> two contestants in the first crop. I like that. Absolutely. Are you ready to go I'm to France? I'm going to book my flight yeah. today. Let's do, well, let's do New York first. And then see how much money we can spend there and then spend more money on our France trip if you want. Okay. <laughs> well, are, are we, this is a sour note, I guess, but. Uh, My there, body's shutting down. Yeah, we got to leave. We love you so much. Um, there is a future for Bravo uh, after Scandival. It's going to yeah. get lighter. The OC is going to be fun. Yeah. New York is going to be fun, fun, but I guess let's take a break from Scandival, all of us together. Yeah. And just. Let's put the blanket on that or what's the like, let's put that in the corner. Yeah. Let that collect dust for a little bit. Don't remove the blanket from it for a little bit. And, and we'll talk about Scandival in the future. Yeah. Not, not for a few more yeah. weeks, but probably. we will update you next week. We'll be fresh off of see you next Tuesday. So we will have our boots on the ground, but oh. that's not really Scandival. That's That'll be just fun. Vanderpump. Jax and James are together. They're yeah. going to be holding hands. They're going to be do that classic pose where the two guys are um, <laughs> shaking hands and their muscles are showing. Yeah. Jax and James are going to be rocking and rolling, and we're going to have fun. So that yeah. will actually be fun. I hope we can get in. We're gonna. I'm going to go at 6 p.m., and I said I'm going to handcuff myself to the bar. You should go at 3 p.m. Okay. Why? <laughs> just to make sure. Will you go with me? Will you go at 3? I'll meet you at 6. <laughs> okay, so I have to go three hours early. Okay, but anyway, if you're listening to this, we'll see you at see you next Tuesday. We love you, and that'll be a bright spot in our week after the horrors of what we witnessed. Exactly. We love you. Bye. L- little turtles, we and we're not you. and we're not even going to plug YouTube. Please, for the love of God, subscribe on YouTube. Okay, we love you. Bye. <laughs> oh my.